2: What's a, what's a high-level conversation to you? Um, A high-level conversation?
3: You know, I'll do this. You know, I, I in this stage of my life, I'm only having conversation with generals that have armies because I can't get nothing done. And um, a high-level conversation is when two generals get together and they talk about how to win a war. And that's what we about to do. Let's view our demo. <laughs> you, you got, you got, you got you, The thing is, right? Remember, I was saying when somebody throws the punch, you already know what it is. You can't call it a drop. Yeah. You got to call it something else because the drop has a corny connotation with it. You
2: know what I mean? No, that was that was harder. Way harder. Nineteen keys. Nineteen keys. I appreciate my pops teaching me how to be a god. god from a boy to a man and ultimately back to the natural state of being into a god be as god's supposed to always move with that higher self and i have to be able to execute it having knowledge is not power the execution of knowledge is power knowledge makes a man unfit to be a slave because the only real knowledge you can get is knowledge of
0: self this is the highest level
2: the highest level
0: is ownership. The highest level is power. The highest level is sovereignty. The highest level is higher consciousness. The highest level is when we own our own culture. Excellence at a very high level. Not high level. Mm-hmm. A high I high like that. It's it. time for a high level conversation. We're here
2: for another high
0: level
2: conversation. A high level conversation. 19, high level conversation. Uh-huh. Tap in with the gods. Peace, family. Welcome back to another high level conversation. Today, we have a very powerful and brilliant mind as a guest on the show. You know, as I always talk about, without certain people, there's a lot of things that just don't exist, right? There's a web of accomplishments that are connected to people's legacies, right? There are some people who are powerful, who are natural born leaders, who are innovators, inventors thinkers right and once you drop them on any timeline they're going to change the spectrum of reality after that the brother that i'm speaking to today is a very honest and truthful speaker he's at the top 10 taurus in the world y'all know i'm up there too right some of my favorite taurus in the world honorable minister Farquhar, malcolm x right even shakespeare because i'm gonna throw him up there for his communicative powers right that is, brother not only when he communicates he shifts paradigms and make people think about things in ways that they normally wouldn't have it's one of them people that when you hear him speak you say damn i never thought about it like that which is one of the greatest compliments you can give to an orator or to a thinker a diversion thinker a person that can come up with multiple solutions to a problem being abstract being creative and not be holding to a box The brilliance of this man have created legacies and institutions that we all get to enjoy today. He's also been through the fire, rebirthed himself many times, and today I'm sitting here with one of the most brilliant minds of our time and generation, Mr. Dane Dash. Thank you. How you doing, good brother? I'm good, and blessings. Man, listen, I've been wanting to have this conversation for a long time, man. And, um, you know, first of all, I just want to... honor you because I believe that even what we see today in this financial literacy movement, people talking about being their own boss, things of that nature, you know, you deliver what I say a lecture, right, on the Breakfast Club. And that lecture was first, you know, met with dismissal. It was met with anger. It was triggering to a lot of people because they were stuck on one wavelength of thinking. And you challenged the entire generation to change the way they think about creating generational wealth, right? About being their own boss. And in after that lecture, we seen many dynamics change, right? We've seen people go about creating their own shows, uh, producing their own movements, teaching things that were in direct reflection to what they were at first an adversary towards, right? Now, when you went up there, first of all, I want to start with that. When you went up there that day, Right? You didn't know that you was gonna change the world, or maybe you did. Right? What was your thought process as you were trying to give game to the courts as you always do and you was being challenged? Like when I wake up in the morning or when I go do something,
3: <clears throat> what I always tell my crew is, Are you ready for an adventure? Mm. I never know what's gonna happen, but I always know something's gonna happen. So in talking to them, I knew I was probably going to walk into a situation where they were going to be condescending and trolling because that's the subject matter. That's what their clickbait was at the time. But I didn't know the degree. So it's almost like playing ping pong with people. You don't really know what they're going to do or how they're going to do it, but you know you're going to win. So I didn't know what game they was going to play. But there was a tone when I walked in there which got me in a very defensive kind of a way just in a way where I was like, like when we walked in, I didn't like the way they treated my guests. Mm. You know, they were like, there wasn't enough chairs for like Daniel, my OG, and, and Mook. And I was like, nah, get all that. Yeah. And then I was trying to put my son's cookies up there and they wasn't trying to let me do that. And then I noticed homeboy had the hat. I didn't even notice the picture. You know, I was, so I knew it was like y'all intentionally trying to trigger me, but you know, if y'all, I, I, like I always tell people, I don't ever mind any question as long as you don't mind the answer. Mm. You understand what I mean? So a lot of times people ask me things intentionally to be triggering, but then when, you know, they get blasted on, they're upset at how hard I went. Yeah. And what I think people should understand is, like, if you intentionally try to get a reaction out of somebody, if you get a reaction just because you don't like it doesn't mean it's wrong. Right. You got to deal with what you just asked for. So... I'm like that with teasing. Like, if, if you don't snap on me, I won't never snap on you. But one joke, it's on for life. Yeah. You shouldn't have started it. You can't smack me until you are hard to smack you back. Mm-hmm. And then get mad at me because you weren't expecting to get slapped that hard. Right. And that's usually what happens. It usually looks abusive after a while, but it's usually that person starting. Right. And it'd be like, yo, and, and you have to understand, like, I come from an environment where, if one person does something to you, everyone tries, even the weak people. Right. And even if you could beat everybody, nobody feels like doing that much fighting. Mm. So sometimes you just want to be like, look, I'd rather have an intellectual conversation yeah, than a, a conversation where, you know, I might have to say something that makes you uncomfortable on your own platform and be dead right about it. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that you could be mad about is how I said it. Right. And that's another thing, like, people get upset about how you say things because that's an emotional thing Mm -hmm. instead of what you say. Right. And that's a test. Like, the devil is going to say something nice to you Mm. in a nice way, Mm. and you're going to like the devil,
2: Mm. and then he's going to trick the shit out of you like he has. Right. You know, that's that's powerful because on the opposite polar end of that, God can say something to you that's good for you, but you don't like the way he said it. You know what I'm saying? And that's the society we got now where people are so stuck in their emotions, they get caught on the connotation, what they feel about things rather than the way they think about it. Because most people are not good thinkers. Well, they're just emotional. Yeah.
3: And the thing about God's lessons, God is ruthless. Mm. When God teaches you, you rather get taught from me in a tone you don't like than God's tone. Because mm. God gives you a shot. He says it nicely first. Mm. And then the next time he gives you some pain. Mm. And that's the way people usually learn from pain. It's stupid to me not to learn from other people's pain if you have the option. But some people are so arrogant, they think that they're better than someone else. It's just like somebody that hustles and thinks they won't get caught. Mm-hmm. If 99 and a half of the people that hustle get caught or that commit a crime get caught, yeah. it's like, why would you think you're going to win Lotto in that way? Well, people think they special without the- doing anything special. But the things they think they're special about are the things they shouldn't. You should think you're special about not having to break the law to make money. Right. You should think you're special about not having to listen to what's told to you. That's not logical. Mm -hmm. That's the problem. We're actually taught not to think we're special. You know what affirmations are? Yes, sir. It's someone saying, oh, I am important. I am strong. But you can't tell me how to give myself affirmations. When I was young, me saying that I'm the flyest and I'm the best. I'm called cocky, and arrogant. Mm-hmm. Nah, that's you trying to tell me how to give myself affirmation. Yeah. I tell myself I'm great because I know I'm great. Mm. If I don't know I'm great, how is anybody else going to think I'm great? You going to tell me I should feel bad about telling me my, tell myself I'm good because I'm not saying
2: it like a yogi? Right. You can't tell somebody how to pray. Well, we live in a world that a better hear you call yourself a nigga than a god. No, that's a program. We're living in a world where we're programmed
3: to say that so that we divide and hate each other so we can't move ahead and so we won't stick together. Mm. It's our responsibility not to blame people for giving us that program. We have to blame ourselves for not being aware of it. And, and accepting it. And accepting it or looking the other way because you're used to it. Yeah. Yeah. When you're programmed, when you're when you're when you're when you're like raised to or, or what do they call that when, 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 when they like a
2: like traditionalism?
3: When, when you just got when you when you're groomed, yeah. When you're groomed to think that number one, God is not your color. When you're groomed to think that you should be lucky not to be working for somebody, mm-hmm. doing labor for somebody else. That you should be lucky to be able to sit in another man's house that's not yours and just be able to work in it. Mm. You should be lucky to give me your master. Mm. So that I can sell it back to you. Yeah. Lucky I'm doing. Of course they're gonna say that nicely. Of course they're gonna say that over and over again. And the challenge is it's a challenge. It's a test. The test is if you're told something over and over again, if it doesn't feel right, if it's not logical, will you listen? Mm. And that's the ultimate test. Life's not meant to be easy, it's meant to be a test. So when I think about God, I'm like, oh, so God's testing me. Mm-hmm. He's testing me, see if I'm gonna be aware of the Jake, if I'm gonna sell drugs and not let a let a crackhead trick me, but I'm gonna let some white boy trick. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna happen.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I already survived the street. Right. It's but you it know, it, funny. You, it, you know, so many funny? people don't make that equivalence though. They gotta look at it. That yeah. Way. It, it's funny to see my my daughter, try to like run gang on me. <laughs> you understand like when you're when after your your daughter or your child's like 14 yeah you're just there to be the johnny yeah they just there to try to trick you on that
2: <laughs>
3: and i'm like yo you really gonna try to i used to be a drug deal
2: yeah you understand what i'm saying well see that's that's the I, test to see you are who you say you are that's the point yeah because if i can trick you then you're not the man you're claiming to be but the thing is when you're like I know the young girl; like she was a baby,
3: she was the most innocent one. Yeah, that—that's the main person. Yeah, that could come and trick me, right? Well, I could be like, man, that's my little baby. She would, but I remember I had the rewinds when I was young. Mm-hmm. I was like the only purpose of my parents was to trick them after a certain age, yeah. so I could go outside, so I could get them to give me money and
2: this kind. It was all I wasn't trying to hang out; I was just trying to trick them. That's the that's the rebellious years, though. You know, when you're a teenager. I know some of the smartest children are the ones that rebelled. Well, those are the smartest children because it's natural order. Mm -hmm. You understand me that you're telling me these are rules. My first thought is why? Right. Right. And why do they have to be? And then you get authority that tells you just cause. You understand me? So it's like this slave master. And then it's like, that don't make sense. Then you tell your child to fight for things that's fair they will in trouble for it. Yeah, you giving me the logic to fight against you, though. Right. And but then when I use it in this circumstance, I get in trouble. That'll that makes sense. That's what happened with my mother. Yeah. My mother told me,
3: don't ever, if you don't agree with something, speak up for yourself. And then I started arguing with her. Yeah. But- <laughs> I promise you, But my point yeah. is, this is, to me, how I look at the people yeah. from other walks of life that try to trick me into believing that I'm not great, that I need them to do anything nicely. And then I laugh at them because I'm like, yo, that game is weak. Right. It might work with everybody else. And then they don't like how that feels because they're not used to somebody actually speaking up. You ever lived in North Carolina?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, to spend money to buy something from somebody that's not your color, mm-hmm.
2: they think you got to be nice. Mm-hmm. Like you're like I... I it's ridiculous. It's but being, being nice, not. the idea of being nice, you know, that goes back to the root word. Nice used to mean stupid, like playing dumb. So I tell people I don't believe in being nice. That's what I mean. You know what I'm saying? But like being real, being good. Being honest. You feel me? Being honest being kind, that's different. But being nice is you literally want me to play dumb. And they get women like that a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, just play nice. So women have to play dumb a lot, right? Same thing with black people, though. Black people have to play dumb and play nice all the time. Even when there's people that you're dealing with it's literally trying to scam you. You understand me? That That's known to be evil, but it's no. Play nice. So you won't put on that hat. But you don't play nice with your own brother. Man, that's what we ain't let. But see. And, it's a and, program. That's the, that's the uh, you know, I look at the MLK effect, right? Like, I didn't, I didn't grow up with Martin Luther King being a hero in my household. Growing up Muslim, right? I just seen it as he was playing too nice, right? But then, of course, you realize, like, no, the reason he got killed is because he stopped playing nice and he realized what the real game was. But... His whole identity was, or his movement, and he was very strategic, but it was turn of the cheek. And it was basically give them more love than they give us. You understand me? Regardless. I don't think that was the reason. I thought the reason
3: why was because if we react, then they say that we deserve it. So he was saying, keep your hands down. So there will be no excuses to say that we did anything. That's how I always looked at it. And I was like, you know what? I was like, how, how do you convince black people? Not to head back. Well, I want to know
2: what that conversation. But that's but that's see that's the key though. Now imagine when we took that same energy in that movement and we put it towards ourselves. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, know, just because they do something, don't mean you got to react, right? That's a, that's 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 a different type of energy. I'm pouring love in the community rather than outside because we ain't never had a, a movement where we go march through our own hoods and be like, even if you know they spit at you, they beat you, they shoot at you you still not going to do nothing to him in a while because you're going to show them that love conquered. We ain't never had a self-love movement in that direction. I, I didn't think it was because of that. That's what I was saying. I think I don't think it was because of the love thing.
3: Yeah. I think it was so like... Was, but that's how it gets told. That's, yeah, that's I, you know, I, the, the movement is the narrative afterwards. I think he made it to where the rest of the... He wanted to embarrass them. Yeah. That's how I looked at it. Well, yeah, he was strategic. That's what I mean. Like He was like, look, if you hit them back, then they're really going to look you.
2: Yeah. we swing back and we hit something, then they're going to call it a riot right so if we if we ain't if that's twofold that. though because that's how i looked at it though. right it was twofold because if you don't hit back then you docile and they know they can't hit you again but that what you're doing in front of people right they can't hit you again they can't do it twice right. in front of people and those see those are the low level people Then the high level people that don't want to get seen looking bad the politicians because they was faking around the world like you know that humanitarian problem out here was solved then here you come like the single greatest thing that Black people in America have more than anybody on the planet Earth is our fight toward social change. Mm. Like no other people can directly identify their oppressor, point them out and fight directly against them than black people in America. We fight for freedom, justice and equality like no other people ever. And what we do is progressive for everybody. That's our unique identifier as a people in America. You understand me? But. It's really not a butt to that, but problem, and problem, we have to learned to do that just for ourselves first, and then project that outward.
3: The the problem with America and us fighting in America, when you're a boxer, if you know every punch that person is going to throw, even if it's a good one, you know how to block it. Yeah, you know what punch to throw right after it, because we have the same fight. We have the same defense for every fight. We say the same language for every That's fight. That's a fact. So they know exactly how to block that and how to punch it because we do it every time. Right. The only time they don't beat us is when we give them something different. Mm-hmm. So the Martin Luther King thing was something different. They couldn't fuck with that. Another thing that would be different, what they what they've never seen, is if we stick together. That's a fact. That's the play that we've never tried. The one thing I've never heard is somebody be like, "Yo, we stuck together, and that shit was whack." Right. Why come we can't stick together? Every time I stick together, it doesn't work out. You never hear that. Mm -hmm. You never ever hear someone complaining about sticking together and it not working out. Why can't we try that social experiment? Because that's the only one. Because I look at if I throw the same punch every time and it's not landing, Mm -hmm. and I keep getting hit every time. And even my son throws the same punch and gets hit. His grandson throws the same punch and gets hit. Why are we gonna keep throwing that same punch?
2: Yeah,
3: It's time for another punch. And the punch that we haven't thrown is Hawaiian punch. <laughs> the punch
2: that we haven't yeah. thrown is all of us together. Because and, and, and what happened is I was thinking about this the other day sometimes, and this is not, you know, nothing is ever just for general, but like sometimes you get an activist, right? And, you know, some activists I think are, if some are truly revolutionary, some are lazy. Right. Because it's like joining the army because you don't have a skill. You're trying to find your purpose. Right. So they say, well, I could jump in this cause. Right. And I don't have to learn the skill. I don't have to get money. I don't have to learn how to really develop a business or develop real strategies. I can be just right there grounds rooted Right. As an activist and say, I'm fighting for my people. But is that the most effective way to go about it in the way that you're doing it? You're doing it based on a template that was set before you. But in this time, if you're doing what they did before, like you say with the same punch, it's not going to have any effectiveness whatsoever. And they don't mind a certain ratio of people doing it. You understand me? Like, because if you tell me, like, yo, they're going to bring out a lefty, you understand me? You're like, cool, I don't feel like fighting, but it's better than them bringing out somebody that I don't understand their combo. You understand me? That's mixed martial arts, somebody that's doing jujitsu or something. Like, no. Nah. Keep bringing this one out. That's a quota. That'll keep the people happy to make them feel like they really fighting. Well, this person talking about utilizing technology and economics and and, and changing things up. Now, that's a problem because now we got to actually do some work to actually stop that. Peace, family. The block represents the blockchain. It's new technology that allows us to create a completely new world, to upend the existing systems and create our own structures our parents had that opportunity our grandparents had that opportunity no other generation had that opportunity since the constitution was created since the banking system was created since the education and the media systems was created but our generation have that opportunity that if we learn and we educate ourselves we can create the world that best fits us in our image to where you can take the bottom and you can rise them to the top then the world is a representation of your knowledge your ideas the things that you know those concepts that define your belief system, how you see, perceive, live, sense, and feel about the world. And order is the first law of the universe because nothing can be done without order. We want to help you get the knowledge, get the technology, and get the community within your life so that you can have a foundation to be able to build on so that your family has a last name that is worth something. I'm 19Keys. Make sure y'all tap into the block world Order.
3: Well, I can tell you what I personally saw. What I personally saw was if you're willing to trick your culture into giving all your stuff to them, you will be empowered in that world. You'll be You'll be celebrated in that world. And you'll also make other people that aren't in that world, which is 99% of the world, Mm -hmm. try to live vicariously through that one person, Mm -hmm. that one Django. There's there's only one Django in the house. Very few. There's not room for too many Djangos because there's only one master bed How many service quarters can you have? Mm. You understand what I'm saying? And what you're led to believe is that the service quarters is actually your estate. Mm. And that because you're not in the cornfield, that you, it's dope right. that you've made it Right? because you live in the service quarters of your master's house. Right. And that's how I've always looked at it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to get tricked into thinking cause I'm in your little room. You got the bigger room and everyone I love lives in the cotton field and they sweating and they're not getting paid and they are fighting each other all
2: day. I'm not giving you that. Right. I'm not going to co-sign. And then those people that's in that room tell those to chill out because you're going to mess it up for us. Exactly. That's what they say. Don't chill out. That's what your job is. to do. Right. Your job is to keep everybody calm. Right. But also
3: to keep everybody divided. Right. Also to tell on anybody that's an independent thinker that could mess up your room. Mm. And what you might think is, oh, you trying to get in my room? Yo, master, he fucking up. Right. So then a lot of people that don't even deserve the fight get it. But they kind of do because they about to fucking take the house. right? See, I'm like, now nah, I'm taking, I'm buying your house. I'm filing you and you're going to live in in, in in an outhouse, mm-hmm. not even the guest house. But uh, that's what my, that's my fight. Mm-hmm. The way I fight is I buy you. I figure out how, how, how I become your boss. I want you to feel what I felt and I want to feel what you think you feel. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? How'd you do it? I'll do it the way you did it to me. I'll do it to you. You did it sneaky. You didn't let nobody know till it was done. You know what I mean? So I ain't going to let you know I'm doing it till I'm finished, just like you did to us, period. What I also know is you tried to make me forget that at one time we ran shit. We ran everything. So you're going to try to make me, my grandson, my grandson's grandson, my grandson's grandson forget everything that was great about my culture. Uh. And that's a good play. I'm yeah. not even mad at you for it. I'm yeah. mad at me for listening and
2: getting caught in by it. Yeah. So awareness, we have got to fix it. If a man forget who he is, you understand you can make him do anything. That's what they've done to us. Right. So it's like a, a man could be a surgeon, right? And he bump his head, he wake up in the hospital, he forget who he is. And they tell him he's a janitor, right? And he and, and he's good at it because he's good with his hands. Cleaning the hell out there for One day he may bump and somebody show him a medical book. And he like I'm intrigued by this. I want to try this, and he realized like, damn, I, I got a natural aptitude for this.
3: Yeah, you know what I'm saying, me? You gonna look at his hand like, why am I pushing God? <laughs> I've never smoked this. Yeah, before. what what sweat? Then it's a little. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Somebody <laughs> remind him who he is. or remind him who he's not. He like I yeah. know I'm not this person. I'm not, this
2: guy. Yeah. me but I get it. I know what you're you say. Know but But saying? see, that goes to that whole identity of, of cockiness. I don't really believe in cockiness in that sense. Because, affirmations. Right. I like that affirmation, and especially just since growing up as a black man in America, you gonna be told everything you're not. You understand? I mean, the moment you start telling people what you are, that's when you get challenged. No, that's when you're an asshole. Mm.
3: I'm, I've been that guy. That's what I'm t- These are things that I've experimented with. This is not a, a, like I, I suspect. This is what I felt and saw. I'm just telling you what I've been through. Yeah. Like, I could tell you what it looks like. I could tell you what it looks like to say, I don't want to do this and walk away. I could tell you what it looks like to be offered in the house, to be the Django, in the biggest house right next to the mm-hmm. and say, man, you better watch your wife. And then leave the house.
2: So, so so, what, what is it that, in your character, that in those moments that made lesser men go with the flow of the Matrix, you decided that, no, I'm going to be who I am. I, I will sacrifice, you know, the 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 things that they trying to give me to continue to be myself.
3: It just never logically made sense. It just didn't make sense. And and again, a, a lot of it comes from your family. So if you don't see your family bending in there, you don't. Mm. So I never saw nobody in my family do none of that shit. Like, we was always trying to get at the people that got at people. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It was like white, black, black, or whatever. We the bullies over there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that, and that's all I saw. So this didn't make sense to me to be, like, this powerful on concrete. And then when I have to get out the street to be not as powerful, but you're physically weaker than me, and you're not smarter than me. Yeah. So, like I said, y'all, 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 they like drug addicts to be trying to game me mm-hmm. into giving them crack that's mine. Pause. <laughs> or drugs. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you ain't going to gas me into giving you things that, like, freedom is free. You actually give it and have to buy it back. Yeah. And you're considered to successful. That's a good date, yeah. But it's not logical. So yeah. I'm like, Yo, well, I, how, how is it? Like I've seen everybody that's actually bent the knee, look like it's the best thing in the world. And behind closed doors, they're miserable. Mm. Like really miserable. Do you think like, anybody in the so-called culture has any power? We all have the powers. Do we use it? Mm. The power is if we stick together. There's no, it should never be one person that's the most powerful. That's the problem. We're all supposed to be equally powerful. My job's is to make you strong. Your job's is to make me strong. We're supposed to make that contagious. And if we fight together, then no one can beat us. Mm-hmm. But this thing about one person being the strongest, that means you're the weakest. Mm. The strongest person is the person that could bring the people together, not divide them and make sure that they're the only ones that can get. I don't want to be good at everything. That's too much work.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I want to help everybody be good at everything so they can do the work and I can do what I want to do.
2: But I know what's needed. That makes me think about the whole evaluation thing. Like the idea of being able to strip away somebody's value, you understand me? Which is more so just numbers in the air that somebody else so-called more valuable say is worth. Somebody can tell you what your company is worth. It's worth a billion. So therefore, everybody else says it's worth a billion. They throw money in it. Then they can say, well, you know, if we take away this deal, you are no longer worth the billion. Right. Now, I think about that in regards to the fact that, you know, as long as you follow along with the rules and you don't go too far out of line, then we can continue to say that you have power. We continue to say that, you know, you are who you say you are. It depends on who's giving it to you. Yeah. Well, we, you know, we're not in a position to give that to each other. I mean, we are, but we haven't utilized our position to give it to each other. So if
3: Usually your billion dollar valuation is based on 10 times a hundred million dollars a year. Mm-hmm. If you're making a hundred million dollars a year, times 10, that's a billion. That's how they evaluate a billion dollars in a magazine. Mm-hmm. Like most people that they say have a billion dollars don't have a liquid billion dollars. Right. People that have a billion dollars don't even want to be on that list.
2: You always say you have a billion dollars and you're trying to raise a billion dollars. You know what I'm saying? But. My, you think we haven't been able to go to pass a threshold of like there's nobody with like two, three billion because we don't stick together. No, there's a couple that do. You could catch a lick. but It's just not a common thing.
3: But my, my, my point is, if you put if you make a hundred million dollars based on someone paying you a royalty, then they could turn your lights out. But it doesn't mean that you can't go get another deal to do that. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So.
2: It's not the worst thing. But that's what I'm saying, you still worth it. Because the system of evaluation we didn't come up with. But that's what I'm saying. That's that's what I'm saying. I'm right. like,
3: yo, who' who really It's not real. It's not real. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like a billion dollar billionaire to me is if you got a thousand millions right now right. to touch. And if again it's like a millionaire. If you're a millionaire, you spend go buy a bag of potato chips, you are not a millionaire to them. Right. Right? Are you not not worth it? It's not worth enough to me. Yeah. Is what you get, and so I always got to break that down. I never ever believed that, mm-hmm. you know. What I mean? And real billionaires laugh at that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And again, you're right. You don't rate rate your worth based on what somebody said. Mm-hmm. You see how Donald Trump do it. He yeah. said, "You ask him." He said, "You can say, you can say you're worth whatever you think you're worth." That's right. what art is. You know what I'm saying? That's art. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I know I'm worth billions. Yeah. My nickname is Billy the Kid because I'm a billionaire. Yeah. You know why? Because my life is priceless.
2: Yeah, but you, nobody nobody you generated- has generated billions and billions and billions you understand me just from your intellectual property and of course your actual work and the things that you've produced and in that regard you know there's a lot of people that go through entrepreneurship they get into it they got a vision they produce that vision then they go through hardship and then that hardship a lot of times some people whole identity was in that one idea that one thing that they built up and they don't know how to go through that process of recreating themselves or you know Going from the ashes and then you know becoming new again.
3: That, that's not an entrepreneur.
2: Who are they? They're 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 uh, one hit
3: wonders. Mm. So, a boxer, a real boxer, when he gets hit, he has to be able to get up. There is no professional boxer that doesn't get hit. Mm-hmm. There is no entrepreneur that doesn't go through it. It does not exist. You're not an entrepreneur unless you lost mm-hmm. and won. And lost and won Mm -hmm. or learned from and won. Yeah. When you start a business, you're not supposed to even be profitable for 10 years. You're supposed to be sustainable at five. That's the business. The average millionaire doesn't become one from one generation to another till they're 50. Mm. I did that shit when I was 30. So just because, again, what's perceived, like I already know, I'm like, bro, I'm so way ahead of the game for my age. Yeah. And what I've done and what I did and when I did it and how I did it. That's what shows an entrepreneur. Like, you can't prove that you're a general unless you've been in a war. Yeah. A real general wins wars. A person that loses his first fight, like, you can go a and fight and catch stepping some shit, and you might have caught the people sick Boy, or whatever. You ain't a fighter, though. But you ain't beat nobody. Yeah. So you ain't a general. You got to be able to be outgunned, outmanned. You got to be able to be bleeding. You got to be able to fight next to your men. Fight better than your men. Fight your men at times so they stay in line. Yeah. All of that shit. That's, you can't prove you tough until you've been. It's th- just like I said, yo, I don't want any thorough team you did a bit. Like, you can't, just because you squeezed that gun, that don't mean you thorough in the street. To me, people might be scared of you, but you might tell on somebody. You understand? You might fall. If you did the crime, accountability is everything, did the time, now you can tell me you thorough. But that can't happen overnight. Mm-hmm. It means I got to actually watch you take a loss.
2: You have to be tested. You got to you're go through trials and tribulations. So
3: you're not an entrepreneur until you test it. Like, I have people around me that make other people cool. I ain't going to say no names. And they do a little good job. But, like, dude, you ain't got nobody. body. You're not a made man. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because you haven't made nothing yet for yourself. You're not a made man till you unapologetically stand for something that's yours. I don't care how much money you make for somebody. And some people are cool with not being made men, just being right. one of them. Not one of
2: us. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Goldwater. You know, well, you know, so well, and that goes to the concept that, you know, I'm 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 always one of them people. I want to push everybody to be at their highest level of possibility and potential. But then I realize it's the customization of different people. You understand me? Like individuals like ourselves, it's a certain type of grit. You understand me? No matter what happens, there's a certain passion and drive that you go going to continue to pursue what you own. It's fearless. And, and, yeah, and, and that courage first. don't allow you to stop. Can't. You understand me? But then there's other people who they position of peace won't allow them to do what we do, to be out there in the front, to consistently go for wins, even in the face of a multitude of losses. They're usually depressed. You understand me? That's character, though. That's called living without a purpose. It, but look at 85% of people you know, they working for somebody else. That's why they do Right. And they don't even think for themselves. And a lot of people don't want to think for themselves. That's a program. It's not that they don't want to be into not thinking for ourselves. But thinking for yourself is a deliberate act. It's not actually easy. Right. You know what I'm saying? That well, means that it's, you got to actually come up. With your own thought process towards everything, yeah, right. Instead of being fed, the way I think about God, the way I think about women, the way I think about life, philosophies, the way I think about everything—everything everything that we know is from the collection of consciousness that we've gathered over time. That somebody else already did the thinking.
3: That's what—that's what a boss does. That's—that's that's the definition of a boss. <clears throat> it's the definition of a father. Mm-hmm. It's the definition of a man. Mm-hmm. Like I, we're too used to not being. 100% what we're meant to be. Right. Yeah, we're not supposed to be working for somebody. We're supposed to be taking care of our family. We're mm-hmm. supposed to be making it easy for our, for the people we love. We not so. We're If you are all right with your kids having to go through the same exact problems that you had, then what you here for? Right. And a, a life without a purpose is not a life. It's a depressed existence. That's so that's why we're taught not to dream. We're taught not to give ourselves um, any kind of compliments. Any, any, Anything that makes us confident makes it negative. We're taught to be controlled. We're taught to be, sit in a room with, since the day we're. My daughter is taught to sit in a room eight hours a day while the sun is out and worry about going to college from the day she goes to school since yeah. she's been six. You know you want to go to college before you know what you want to go to college mm-hmm. for. I got a son in college right now. You don't know why I ain't in college. Right. Well, now they
2: you tell them that they, now they tell you the experience.
3: What experience? The experience being an adult and, and <laughs> So you're four years behind everybody else. So you yeah. could have the experience of having debt.
2: Yeah. What experience? That's the American experience that they connect to the dream of college programming. Yeah. And you pay for it. Yeah. And put you in debt. Period. Yeah. And they don't teach
3: you nothing that you're going to use. Yeah. At all. So that's the reason. But I'm not even mad at it. If I wanted to brainwash the masses, I'd make a curriculum that brainwashes them from the day they're born. I take it from their kids and tell them exactly I haven't been taught by a stranger. Mm-hmm. Tell them exactly what I. Have you ever seen any hieroglyphics with a school on it? No. That's it. And you know when I, you know when school came, when you were being schooled, when you're being taught how to be controlled, how to push you into a group, when they tell you that the the, the planet's overpopulated. But when I go into places and don't see nothing. I, New York could be overpopulated. LA is a lot of people. Right. But this is where they want everybody. Right. This is where they tax you the most. Mm-hmm. This is where you get control. This is where you're gonna be able to build the most jails and outsource them, independent sector. Yeah. You know, the, there's a lot of money from dysfunctioning. There's a lot of money from war. Yeah. There's a lot of money from uh, uh, from taking all the resources from our planet. It's just something.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, and capitalism, it, it, capitalism uh, allows you to make money off people's ignorance and ills. Yeah. Right? Like, like if I really teach you how to eat right, think right, do right, I just eliminated so many industries. A lot of middlemen. Right? Now, shit, the doctors don't have a job. You understand me? Now, all of these companies that sell you things, that got all the fats and the sugars and the chemicals, now nobody's buying those products. You understand me? So, once you it, the same thing with Netflix, people ain't watching as much TV. They might not go be as distracted. They focus on things that actually matter. Mm-hmm. You understand me? And so it's a gets the interest of all the corporations to teach people how to live in a healthy capacity. hundred percent. If you want to control them, if you want to control them and they do. But what it is, is exactly a purpose for
3: us to live for. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of change and it's very simple to do it.
2: What's your purpose?
3: my purpose is to make sure that people I love never have to go through what
2: I had to go through. Mm. Yeah. How, 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 how are you able to bear what you went through? You understand me? Because I think that when most people think about Dane Dash, right? People always like to talk about the past. I look at the human being, you understand me? Like the, 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 the mental fortitude to literally, you know, be able to build up giants, right? And institutions that we all know and love and to be a part of that, right? That literally stems from your intellect, right? And then at some point in time, not be a part of that. You understand me? And still go through that mental process of saying and seeing it in the world, something that you build. It's like seeing your child. I think I use the analogy of talking to Rashad. It's like seeing your child that you can no longer have communication with and it becomes Michael Jackson. And the whole world is talking about your child right? People love the music from it. People love the moves from it. People love all of the things that go from it. But then you still walk with an infinite amount of confidence and belief within yourself. And so we talked about those people that the one hit wonders. Not only the one hit, two hit, three hit, another one, right? But there's just an infinite amount of, I think, uh, uh, ability to be able to walk through those dark spaces and then step out in the light again and again and again and again and society misses that mental fortitude because most people are weak they go through one harshness and then they depress they hurt they got anxiety they got distressed they suicidal but you seem to have a mental fortitude of infinite confidence how does somebody else build that right and then what are some of those feelings and emotions that you done went through? You know, knowing that the world enjoys things that come from your mind, but you may not be able to enjoy them like everybody else. And I never looked at it like that. I always
3: look at it like when you start a company and no one takes the company from you mm. and you sell the company. I would always when I would sell the companies that I didn't want to be a part of them. It was because I didn't want to be a part of them. Mm-hmm. Like I've walked away from blocks when I was in the street that mm-hmm. were clicking that I helped get clicking. But because it was too much of a headache, I, you know, keep the block. I'll go start another one. Mm-hmm. And then that block is raided, and I'm like, I'm glad I wasn't on that block. Yeah, I don't like being on that block because that block did sell, and I don't enjoy the experience anymore. You got to remember, nobody took money from me. I actually made a proactive effort to sell it, to actually get away from it. But that's So I never looked at it like that. And when you start a business and you sell it, if you could start another business without a key man clause, where you because sometimes you sell a business, you're not allowed to be in that business or non compete. You can't be in that not a lot of key man non compete. Yeah. You can't be you can't you can't be in a business that could even compete, with the business you just sold for, for like, buyers, like 15 years. Like I, yeah, I, I used to be like I was able to sell it because I didn't want. It was almost to me like I don't discount experience. I still want to be that wasn't my trajectory anymore. So that wasn't my W. I was going to do other things. So like when I sold Rockwear and made a conscious effort before I sold Rockwear, I'd already moved Rockefeller. I'd already moved my office to Rockwear. Mm-hmm. I was done with music. I didn't like all the things that came with it. You know what I mean? Like again, fighting your artists, fighting people that are trying to, you know, destroy you. It just going to having to bail the niggas out. Going, it it was like being in the street. I didn't want no parts of it. Mm-hmm. I went to fashion. Be, I was able to create something with my daughter, who's here, her mother. Right. I was able to say, okay, I get to do something completely different. I don't care how much money your club is making. If I got to go to that club every day, it would drive me bananas. If I'm not inspired any, any anymore, I'm done with it. It's like somebody might ask me about a certain woman and say, oh, how could you leave that woman? I don't like her no more. Mm-hmm. But you'll still be like, the girl might even say, oh, I left him and da-da-da. And, How you want have Because I got a better girl. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So I was always looking for a better life. I thought hip-hop was just put in a box. Mm-hmm. And I was like, nah, you're not going to put me in a box. This is not all I want to do. This, is, this was my dream when I was 16 years old. Mm-hmm. And I actually made it come true when I was 20. 21. I was done by the time I was I was able to retire from music at 35. Mm-hmm. There's no way to look at that bad. Mm-hmm. Even if you can't, like I don't, like it's like I, I don't, you know, I'm not looking at it like that. I'm more looking at what I'm doing moving forward because I'm inspired. So I was inspired by the fashion business. Once I wasn't inspired by that anymore, I got inspired by the movie business. Mm-hmm. You know, and then what I got inspired by was, oh, all these other things that I was doing, I had to use other people's money. I had to argue every day i my culture wasn't getting the benefit of it. for me, I felt like I was lucky. I never looked at it as a dark time ever like there's never a time that you could have saw me like what I was doing right after Rockefeller, I had a whole building and I was opening up art galleries. There was nothing dark about that, and I got the receipts. It was all taped. I was starting television networks in two thousand five. It's 2023. Mm-hmm. So I was just too far in the future to be worried about anything. And I'm always so confident in my future that I'm not worried about my past. Mm. I don't like old work. And I you, this is what you got to know. When you start a new business, it's a complete fight. You starting all over. Yeah. I choose to start new businesses. I actually choose the fight. I actually choose to do it like this. Mm-hmm. Probably it like this. To me like this was doing it with somebody else's bread. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh shit, is the internet? I could do it like this. Yeah. I could do it with one hand now. I'm gonna show you how to do it with one hand now. It, it was became more of, of, of a fun thing to me. I get to laugh harder. Like, if me and you was wild in the street, real wild in this, yeah, real wild in the street, and all of a sudden I see you bending the knee to somebody, everybody else might celebrate you i'm laughing at you i know you you understand what i'm saying i know what it's doing to you to do it i know how you feel when you go outside because you i know you didn't want to i know how much it hurts to have to do that so it becomes more like you did that to do that Mm -hmm. think about y'all ring man like somebody you brought y'all tease each other the whole nine and you see them do some bullshit Mm. that's embarrassing, that they only do it in front of people that can see it, nobody else sees it, and you get to see it. Mm. Everyone else might respect it, but me and you both know I don't respect that. We know what code we talk about. According to the code that we signed on to, you out the game. Mm -hmm. Cheating you out the game, it don't matter what you got. It's like if you snitch and you're free, it doesn't mean you're free to me. You ain't getting no props from me selling out your friends is like snitching it is snitching you get no props if somebody would pay you a billion dollars to sell out or to to snitch would you do it no but that's what it's the equivalent of selling out your friends for money is the same thing as snitching that's so the culture I, we got now no, but when I, what I'm money saying is no integrity and... no no the question he was asking me is how do I get through that like right so what I'm explaining to you is that's that's the my high process. Process. that's the my natural process yeah I'm like yo anybody the way we grew up, the way I grew up, anybody can get money if they a clown.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: We know that. We we know anybody could get money. Anybody can get out of jail if they tell. Mm-hmm. We know that. Mm. But I ain't respecting you because you're free. Right. You you did what you did living up. In our game, you're successful if you go to if you don't go to jail, period. But if you do go to jail, part of being a part of this game is that you can't tell. Mm-hmm. In the game of business or where I'm from, in my game with myself, if I could do it without being told what to do, without Mm. having to have a boss, if I could do it without selling out my friends, if I I never, ever cheat, that's the W. Mm. But if I got to go pop, if I got to make something that I don't like, if I have to compromise my morals or my integrity, if I got to sell out my friends, if I have to do anything that's immoral, it doesn't count. Right. I don't care how much you get paid for it. Right. And again, I've seen people get the most money that you think you could ever see, and they end up miserable. Right. You know. And yeah, if
2: if you sell your soul for the money, you end up having to use the money to try to buy back your soul, and you can't buy it back. You know what I mean? So there's a lot of people that go broke trying to get that part of themselves that they lost for the things that they gained, but they they realize it was never worth it. Even if they got the money, they broke. Yeah, you know if you if you don't have
3: to me, again I judge. I agree with that as well. I judge I judge my wealth based on the love and the time I spend with my family. Yeah, it's never about the bread. Bottle service. I mean, there's bottle there's, there's, You know how you know how with champagne? Like this is this is what I, I created bottle service, and I hate that I did that. Yeah, You For created where, bottle service because we, everything we was going out and we was buying out the bar. Yeah. And the, 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 for so, the reason, everybody yeah. here stunned with all these bottles. I haven't bottled. Well, wealth, it's the reason why you could pay your way into a VIP. Okay. See, back, back in my day, you couldn't pay your way into a VIP. Yeah. You had to be cool. Yeah. So cool people had to sit with other cool people. Mm. But the minute you could buy into a cool section, it's not a cool section though. Yeah. That's why I stopped going out. I'm not going nowhere where you could buy your cool. That's
2: not cool. But that's the whole entire game right now. That's not like actually cool. None of that. Like, the music, not even actually good. And bought. Then ain't got to do with me. Right, but I'm just saying. <laughs> that's because I'm not. It, and it, it, it's not everybody, but of course, we know you just put money behind it. You put a machine behind it. They play it enough times. It's repetition. And then people say it's a hit, right? But it's not a hit because if you didn't let that play off organically, people like the sound of it and it just caught on, and it went viral. It's It's a hit because the money behind it. It's what you consider a hit, though. So if you put the money behind it, and it's a big record,
3: but you have no show, that will destroy your career. Mm. The hit record is when you get a lot of money performing. They trick you into thinking that's a hit record, and it's not. Mm. An independent makes more money, usually, than a pop artist if they're not getting, like, let's say, just straight business. Like, you know, really the celebrity is so you could get the answer to everything. You put the money behind it, but... The money comes from your show. Mm-hmm. If you can actually figure out how to do a show and get paid for doing a show, you know what it is, how much it is
2: particularly. right? It's the same thing. Yeah, You don't, don't need a hit record to go toward that. It's, it's leverage. It's like social media. You get on social media. I look at social media like a 360 contract. But what I
3: was saying is they program you to think that if you have a, a record on the radio, yeah, it's
2: a hit. But that's the way what, you should. But, but that's what I mean, like, by, virality is the same thing. No, but what I'm saying the way you should judge what a hit is, how much money you make. Yeah. If that's the case. But that's what I mean. Like, influencers today, you can get all the likes in the world, all the comments in the world, but you can't make no money. You're no, not an influencer. Well, you're not actually, and I, and what I mean by that, and I'm saying that like by the same rules that you're saying, because it's the same thing It's content. Music is content. So if you're creating content and you can't make no money off of it, and only time you do, you go live and somebody gets to tip you. But Instagram is to collect that data, or your IP. The only way to leverage that is to have real influence. Now you can sell products. Now you can sell services. Now you can book shows and things of that nature. That's my point. That's that's actually being able to leverage it and create a business off of. And that's it. Yeah. That's, that's my point. Hit. That's my like, point. Like high level conversations is a hit. <laughs> a hit.
3: You know what I'm saying? Just because it's not on NBC and, yeah. like, and just because you own your show and yeah. someone else doesn't. And we do just, it with integrity. We just, just say what just, we want. Just cause more people or someone's getting a higher salary, yeah. guaranteed you make more money than someone that's getting a salary on real yeah. TV. But someone that thinks they're successful because they're getting embraced, but they can't do what they want when they want and they don't own their brand. Yeah. They think it's a hit. Right. But the hit is when you can do it when you want to, how you want to, and you need no help, and you don't. Right. So a good show to me... And you got to be free. A good show is better than a a good record to me any day. Yeah. Because that's where you can sell your merch, and that's when you don't need radio Mm -hmm. to go perform.
2: There's a a lot of creativity, a lack of creativity in the game right now. Everybody just follow what everybody else do, right? So it's not a lot of originality there, trying to do the uncommon thing anymore, because it's so money-based right now, that it ain't based on the art no more, right? So Cass figured out the formula of if I just do it like this, I can get money because that person did it like this. People on TikTok, if I just dance like this, I can get numbers, I can get virality. So when I say like people don't even know how to think no more because they don't have to think for self. And now we're going into an age of artificial intelligence, they're going to be asking the machine what to do. The machine is curating what to do. If everybody got the same machine and that same machine is telling them what to do, everybody's doing the same thing. Right? Yeah. That's the yeah. program. Do. You got to create something new to do. That's why, but that that's is, why it's just like certain the- people are new. When you step outside, you see the archetype of the crown, the jewels. He walked away, he moved away, he talked. That's a different individual. That's something new in the Matrix. We ain't seen that. If you may have seen something similar, but this is the remixed edition of it. You understand me? This episode is brought to you by
1: crowns19.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers.
2: People always say it's nothing new under the sun, and I believe and I understand the idea of that, but at the same time, man, my fingerprint, it's only been one of these. You understand me? So what I add to the game and the way that I do it is the newness. Not that I'm, I'm pirating something, it's what I'm making. This is how I look at it. Two ways. First of all, when a drug first comes out. Yeah.
3: You can sh- sell it at 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. But it gets oversaturated.
2: Yeah.
3: It turns into dimes mm-hmm. then it's nickels, yeah then it's trays mm-hmm. then It's two for five and mm-hmm. it's two dollar bottles and you got all this competition that's when you got to change the drug mm. so it's all part of the game mm. you can't think that every 10 years you're not going to have to figure out a new way to approach business yeah period yeah so yeah if there's robots, then that's no longer what we're gonna study. We're gonna study making robots.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Whoever was, you know, you, oh, but they'll probably have robots making robots. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But either way, what what to me when one job opportunity evaporates, another one creates itself. With one industry, like with electric cars, I was trying to be in that business mm-hmm. back when it was Elon Musk. I was with um um with the 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 Fisker. And I was at the Bricklin. And we were all at the race to get to it. I was with Malcolm Bricklin. And the reason why the industry took so long is because so many things had to change. You now had to make new factories. You now had to make new parts. Yeah. You now had to educate people on how to fix them. You now had to have a way to charge them. You now had to have places to have them charged. Every little thing had to be created. So when there's a robot industry, there's going to be a lot of opportunity that comes with it. You just have to look for what happens. What mm-hmm. opportunity presents itself based on what's new.
2: What do you say to the people that operate from the place of fear? Pull your skirt up. Mm. I- I'm sick of feeling sorry for scared people. Mm.
3: Pull your fucking skirt up. Fight for something. Mm-hmm. Pick out something you love and go protect it.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's like with AI, it's one of those things where it's like you can go with somebody else's vision or you can go for your own. You understand me? Your vision defines the purpose. Your vision defines reality and what the future go be. So otherwise you make another man your God saying that the thought that came from his head has to happen. It's go project. And now I have to put all my emotions, feelings and energy into that rather than saying that, nah. now that this is here, this is how I'm going to use it. Right? So it's like the whole idea of We have conspiracies for what somebody else is doing and they are doing a lot of stuff, but it would be more important for them to have conspiracies on what we're doing, meaning that we're doing a lot of stuff. So it's not enough to know the devil plans of God ain't planning. You understand me? It's like he should be worried about like, nah, we can't put this out there because I already know how they go use it. Right. But we don't think like that. The first thought a lot of times for low level thinkers goes fearful. Oh, man, they're going to use it like this. Well, how are you going to use it? No, I look at it Touch like yourself out the equation. Here's God challenging me to figure it out. Mm. And
3: then I'm stepping up to that challenge. Yeah. I live forward. See, people are scared of the unknown like death. Right. Mm-hmm. If you knew what death was like, if it was good, people would be killing themselves. So you yeah. can't know what death is like, but it can't be bad because it happens to everybody. That's yeah. my logic. That's how I see it. So for me. Everyone's scared of the unknown. The unknown excites me Mm -hmm. because nothing I've ever heard about that was supposed to be so hard, once I got there, it wasn't ever that bad. Yeah. Every time. So I'm just going with the algorithm of that. Mm -hmm. You know, I've been here 50 years. So I'm like, yo, I'm not going to worry about the same shit every time because it never realizes itself unless I manifest it. Yeah. What I do know is every time I tell myself I could do it I could do it mm-hmm. I know every time there's a challenge I work it out and not only do I work it out I work it out for people and a lot of people I love
0: mm-hmm.
3: you know what I mean So again, that's more affirmations mm-hmm. this is my thing no matter what I could work it out whether it's AI I'll figure it out mm-hmm. Whatever comes my way it's my job to figure it out it's, it's not in life it's not supposed it's not meant for things to be easy. It's obvious that we're here to be tested
2: yeah every single day. So, but see, I just be like, that, 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 that's, that's so a, easy. That's a man's thinking, though. You know what I'm saying? Like a man go conquer anything. Man, this is mine. You understand me? So it don't matter what you put in front of me. I have the power to conquer that. I I, I have the power to have domain over anything, whether it's technology, whether it's the beast, whether Whatever no matter it what is. it is, it it didn't stop applying to different things. It applies to everything. Exactly. But we know we we ain't got a society no more where males think like men no more. We haven't for a while. Yeah. But it's a program. Yeah. So with the consciousness of that, that's why we doing what we do. Yeah. What's the most important thing for a man? Oh, a, a, a most one of the most important attributes for a man to have to know that he's only here to protect the woman. Uh.
3: Period. The creator of life. You're here to protect the creator of life. I'm here to protect the person that can do something I can't.
2: Uh. That's my job. Uh. See, and, and, and yeah, i seen you a long time ago talk about how you keep women around you, and that's key because they give birth to things. You understand me? Like, it's, 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 it's a different nurturing factor giving a woman something than giving a man something, right? But like I said, well, if we go back to that principles of, like, yeah, being a protector, that's key. But see, a lot of men are fearful of even being able to protect themselves so they don't feel like they can relinquish their responsibility and attach it to something else. They can't re- protect anything else if they're fearful for themselves. It was Dr. Weston who was giving a breakdown. He was saying that when we see black men get murdered on the television, it makes us more fearful. It decreases our testosterone because masculinity likes wins. You understand me? So if we constantly broadcast in death. We constantly broadcast in losses. You don't feel like it's not going to make you confident. You understand me? And so when you talk about the statistics of black men, we have the worst statistics of everybody, right? Right. Only thing is, is that somebody got us beat is in suicide, and that's white men. Right? But when it comes to uh violence, uh when it comes to uh, uh, pro- prison population, when it comes to cancer, when it comes to diabetes, death, everything you can name up, we have the worst statistics, right? So if you, you look know, I, at we have the most trauma. Yeah, that's what yeah, that, that did, and, and not being able to deal with that, that's where the suicide comes from. Well, I mean, yeah. But, but there's also no empathy as well. And so a lot of men are afraid to be men because they feel like it's too hard to be a man. That's what they hear. Please they hear masculinity is toxic, which is saying that Please which which is, is not true. It's yeah. the lack of masculinity. But but when they hear that, it makes them not want to become masculine. Listen, when you're doing man
3: shit, you don't want to hear that. Yeah. So if you have the time to listen to tell you that, like you know, it's it's cool to like be like you know complacent. Yeah. To have other people that you're supposed to love doing your work, the hard work, and that's. Means you're not doing what you supposed. You have, you're not doing nothing. That's
2: the program, though. Yeah, exactly. I, so, so let let me ask you, what is the, in, in taking a man out the equation. I mean, somebody thinks like a man, right? Meaning that I'm not gonna be your slave. I'm a man. I'm a master. Why would I be your slave? Right? Exactly. Like the masculine slaves were the hardest ones to tame. They had to they had to break them first, so that you no longer looking to yourself for willfulness. You looking for me to govern you, right? So now we in this place where. Everybody's looking for the next man to do for them. Be my leader. Be my savior. Teach me something. It's like, damn, I give you, I give you encouragement, I give you the mindset, but this is for you to do for self, not for me to do for you. Right. I'm not trying to become your master, your boss. That's not the paradigm I grew up in. Right. I grew up seeing black men with money. Right? Growing up in Oakland, California, it was like a black Muslim mafia, if you will, growing up in your black Muslim bakery is what they call it. I seen a black man with money, had his own army, coming in with cash that come off the street, they low. Got no energy, no consciousness. You teach them something. They come clean. They, t- they get off the drugs. Next thing you know, they want to become something. They feel confident about themselves. Today, it's a lack of identity. It's a lack of self-awareness. It's a lack of consciousness. They don't know who they are. They don't know what drives them. They don't know what their passion should be. And so everybody's walking around with no focus, confused, and with without the role models to say, you know what? I want to be like, dang, why? Because you know, when you become a disciple of somebody, you're taking on their disciplines in order to be like them. And it lets you know when you're not doing something right. So we got an unfathered society and an unmothered society. Right. But without the fathering, because the statistic came out, they said that if a daughter or well, any child. Right. If growing up with a single parent mother household. Right. Leaves you with less chances of being a successful adult, if you will, a thriving, healthy adult versus being in a two-parent household or being with the father, right? There are certain comforts and protections that you're going to enjoy being with the father, right? Every young boy and young daughter, they look up to their father like a hero. But when you know your father, you know yourself. You know what he has in you, and you know what you have to overcome. It's never a father's job to make the son like him. It's to make him better because, listen, I got these faults in me. I don't want you to be like me. I want you to be better. So your father is your mountain, but if you don't know your mountain, you don't know what's in you. you think that's naturally who you are. Like, I used to get mad. I used to bite my lip before i fight or get anything. i I'd bite my lip so hard, it'd bleed. But I realized, you know, staying with my father later on, he was in and out the household. But when I, as a man, I learned to see my parents as human beings. And I seen my father, and every time he got angry, he'd bite the hell out of his lip. And I realized that's not my trait, that's his. Mm-hmm. And the day afterwards, I stopped doing it. I ain't did it since. It don't even come up at all. But it was an unconscious thing. And when you don't know your parents and you don't know your father specifically, you don't know those things that he has within himself that you have to conquer. Because your children are the karma. You inherit that. And I think it's in India, they call it Kamsahara, where you have to go through a, a whole enlightening and an awakening process to wash over those thought patterns that you inherit from your parents. But if you don't know yourself, then you don't even know what's in you to overcome. It's true. That's why you can't love nobody unless
3: you can love yourself. And the thing about your children are, no matter what, if my daughter feels pain, Mm -hmm. it hurts me worse. Mm. Period. If she cry, I feel that shit. Mm -hmm. If something's scaring at her, Mm -hmm. it's going to bother me. So Exactly. That's why you want to lead by example, because the way I look at people like you said, you hear a record nine times. Even if you don't like the record, you start knowing the work.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So, yeah, if you don't have a parent to look at, because the same thing happened to me. I didn't realize how many things um, that I got from my father until I was at his funeral. Mm-hmm. And I started to remember, like, damn, my father was a funny dude. Yeah. You know, I got my sense of hear from him. He was a fly guy. My mom was too, but, you know, you mean to know where you're from and to be able to watch the person that you came from and you need some things to rub off on you, good and bad. Mm -hmm. Cause that's what happens. And that's why it's important to try to be as balanced as possible so that the people you love are watching you be balanced. So that's becomes their normal.
1: Mm.
3: Cause every single good and bad thing gets picked up by the people that look up to you. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you need to see some bad shit, but you need to recognize that it's bad. Like you said, once you knew the bite, you knew not to. Mm-hmm. And that's why sometimes there's a support system that you need. Why, you know, I tell you, I got, I always talk to a therapist, a psychologist, and yeah. they, you know, just to recognize the things that I'm unaware of. Yeah. But the only time you are aware of something that you do that you shouldn't be is when you get hurt. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, you bleed, and like, oh, I wouldn't have known that unless I was bleeding. Right. So you want to try to learn about things before it becomes painful. Like mm-hmm. I don't wanna go to the dentist when my tooth hurts. I'm gonna go to the dentist before my tooth hurt. why do I have to feel pain and go fix it? <laughs> I like, went to the dentist, I was like, this shit ain't hurt. Yeah no. most people signal, Well if time is too late then I'm gonna then check go up on to- it. If so you don't wanna go to the yeah. dentist but it's just, the thing. you know, on the doctor, probably, look at the way a hospital looks. Right. It makes
2: it where you don't want to go in there until you, oh, yeah. you have to. Because yeah. you know it looked like a morgue. It, it, it looked it like looks a like, place you go to die, not a place where you go to live. It looks like court and it looks yeah. like school. Yeah. Same. There, I would have colors. I would have right. plants and crystals. We got sage and in there. So it would be a higher Yeah. But that's intentional. Yeah. And it's consistent. Mm-hmm. Anything that
3: happens more than once over and over again, it's more than just an, a, it's not a pattern, it's an intentional thing. Right. Because you see the result of something, and if you keep doing it the same way, then you go, that means you have the same result. Yeah. So it ain't us that, we're not recognizing it because yeah. we're in it. Yeah. See, the thing about survival mode, it's hard to be strategic. Mm. It's hard to play chess when you're in the middle of checkers for some people. Mm. Survival mode is checkers, mm. trying to pay your bill next week. That's it's, a fact. It, it's hard to try to pay your bill in five years. When you can't pay your bill this week.
2: Yeah, just the next move. But
3: being a business, this is what I'm trying to teach my daughter. Art detecting makes, art detecting in your present makes your future so much easier. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? And whatever happens in your future, you will remember later. Mm -hmm. So I'm always like, you hustle for good memories. Mm -hmm. An experience could have a good memory attached with it or a bad one you could be cold but if you put a jacket on you could be warm right if you know it's cold put a jacket on yeah if you can look at the weather why wait to get there to see if it's cold or hot why not get there prepared so you could be comfortable mm-hmm. just take the time to prepare but if you were survive i think
2: then, god is the best of planners that's that god mode
3: yeah yeah you have to be strategic you have yeah. to see this is the main thing that i asked people lately i'm gonna have you believe in heaven
2: I'm leaving the heaven that you make. What does heaven look like to you when you die? When I die? That's when heaven comes. Pause. If 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 I was to believe in that particular version or concept of heaven, it'd be me living in my greatest memories. See, if you ask somebody that goes to
3: church where heaven looks like, it might look like church. Mm. You love going to church. But if I went to heaven and it was church, that would be hell for me. <laughs> I like weed. I like, I mean, I like laughing, right?
2: Yeah. So you want to be able to kick it up there.
3: I want to do what I like in that. Yeah. If I have to go someplace with his wounds that I don't like, yeah. that hell. Yeah. So you have to be able to create your heaven here mm-hmm. so that you create, that's how uh, I'm hustling. Right. I hustle past the tombstone. Right. I believe that what I make here, because I'm not going to know what I like unless right. I do it here.
2: That that's where I'm going. That's why I mean I was always my as a child I was taught my definition of heaven was money, a friendships of all walks of life and good homes. That's the way the honorable Elijah Muhammad described heaven, mm. right? And if you think about it, like if you got money, you got friends, you got a network, you got real estate, you got land. That's wealth. You understand me? Like you can know what you want. I think my money is just man made. Yeah, but money don't have to be paper. Well, uh, money money can wealth, be many things. Wealth, yeah, wealth man. that transfer of Being able to, like, intellectual property is money. Right. Being a creative thinker is money. You understand me? Like, I consider that. My presence is money.
3: To a smart man.
2: Yeah. Some people, money is is a dollar bill. Yeah.
3: You understand what I'm saying? And anything man made. Yeah. If I'm a slave to money, then I'm a slave to man because it's man made. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to be only a slave to what God made, which is love. Yeah. I'm a slave for love. God made that. I'll do anything for it. And I ain't doing anything for nothing man-made. Yeah. Because anything a man did, he probably did out of fear anyway. Yeah. The reason why people make money is a fear of
2: being broke. That's a fact. <laughs> it's all fear. You understand what I'm saying? If I, if or, I was a broke, uh, I wouldn't uh, work at or, all. Or to produce a vision. Because you may just need more resources to bring that up. Yeah. You understand me? Like I, I'm a visionary. So the money, that's that's the easy part. You only make right? it when you need it. That's yeah. my point. If, if, if I don't have a vision for the money, I don't have no reason for the money. My, exactly. That's, exactly. So it's like, you need, but but if you a man with great ideas, right? You need some money because you gotta live that out. Because you, you just get yourself apart, and you gotta take care of your king Yeah. But men created it though. And if you're thinking generational, but men
3: created it. Yeah. So it, I I believe there was a time there was no money and we just well, traded. Yeah. It was just fair trade. That was the money though. That's, there was no paperback system. A dollar is something that's backed by something else. Yeah. That's what a dollar is. It represents something else that's someplace else. Yeah. Love is right there. But see, that's a dollar.
2: But, you know, you go back. I went up to the Southamptons and visited the Shedder Cognation, and they had, like, some of the earliest money. where they was trading, like, uh, what was they called? Dowry shells or something like that. Mm-hmm. That was their form of money, right? Now, of course, the new paperback dollars, which was- What does the know, shell represent? Oh, um, well, you had uh, to go. Money is a marker for something. It represents uh, scarcity. You understand me? Like I mean, that's, I mean, so if that's something you I'm have able to share. No, I mean, like you give somebody, uh, 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 uh,
3: a shell. Right. Why does it have value? Because it's a shell? Or is it because, well, it's, because- money is supposed to be backed by gold, which is not. Right. But it's supposed to be. Right. So that's what I'm saying. A dollar bill
2: represents a dollar worth of gold someplace. Right. That's what money's supposed to be. Right. That's, yeah, it did represent. So that's what cool. does a shell represent? It represents... That, listen, so I believe that these shells, now I don't have the story 100% of my recollection at the moment, but as she was telling the story, it made sense because these shells were particularly only in this one particular region. Mm. So it was the scarcity of saying that I'll give you this one and then you trade me for that. That's art. You can't get it. That's art. You understand me? Yeah. Yes, that's art. But yeah. that's money. Like that's, money, that's currency. currency. That's it's, currency. Yeah, currency, but money is man-made. different. for me, words, words, it, it means what I define so I guess we gotta agree on the definition of money. Verse. Yeah, of that's money. what I'm saying. The, my version of
3: money is something that's backed by something that a man is saying is backed by. Right, it's a promise. It's right, real. that's what.
2: This is yours. Yeah, that's that gold water. All right, that's, that's money, right there. I'm just about to cut
0: I'm like, you get it. Wait, wait, this is in it's That gold water. It's that gold water. Yeah. People focus a lot on nutrition, body wise. You know, I'm gonna feed this particular system of the body. I'm gonna feed that system. Very rarely do people speak about the mind. Very rarely do people speak about the brain. The brain needs the most energy, right? The brain is uh, needed to process. The brain is needed to, you know, compartmentalize. The brain is needed for so many things, you know, but we don't know what brain food looks like, you know. We know that the body's electrical and what I understand about gold is not only is it super conductive, but it's non-corrosive and it's a noble element. So they say that if I am what I eat, I want to be noble. You know what I'm saying? I want to be of the highest degree. And I also want to focus on mental health. I want to focus on gut health. I want to focus on energy. I want to focus on youth. I want to focus on, uh, you know, accessing uh, pineal activity, hormonal balance, everything that gold represents is what I want to see more of. So what better thing to do but align myself with this particular product and get it out to as many people as I can by singing the praise of gold, which is something that our people have been doing for over 10,000 years.
3: But I'm always make sure you get some money because you're a brother. Yeah, and I would hope that you would do the same.
2: See, I always say money is used to uh, 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 money is used to buy things of value. to right? troll you and divide you. Yeah, well, depends on that that the one who has the money, right? You understand that gives you the control when you when you create a a half and a half not system. Then yeah, that's what it's for. But have someone control the ability to be able to barter, because you know, if I create a painting, why would I give it to you unless you have something that I want? I just keep it up here unless I just freely want to give it away.
3: Well, if you're the, if you're the best farmer in the, the world. You might not get paid as if you're the best. Something that doesn't do anything in the world. You understand? So you're not trading nothing. You're getting paid for a service.
2: Right, but it should be celebrated. what if I want to keep it, and you got to convince me? Like gold is the only like gold a, is known as real. So we're gonna tr- I'm gonna trade a painting for a painting. But I don't have a painting. Well, if you ain't got one, then a painting, I'm starting off so. fresh. So. Then in you way, might work for a person. I, I, time I is money. Put it like this: I
3: I was never there when that happened, so I have to practice. <laughs> you know, it was the first time, but I I know like and let's say yeah. I might say to somebody, you could put your product in my shit, yeah, as long as I could put my product in your shit. Yeah, that's a trade. Yeah, and that's that's the money. It's the, it's
2: just a, a well, evidence I don't of transfer of value I'm or like, energy, but not, that's currency. Yeah, money is man-made. Well, well currency is the different forms of money. Money is man-made. But everything is man-made. Love is not man-made. I mean, shit. Only you. You, you only. You can only feel it because you a man. No, I'm sure dogs feel love, and everything else you give love feels it. But well, based on what we perceive as love. Yeah. Yeah, but that still comes that, from us. That feeling. Feelings are God-made. Man's so smart and so <laughs> godly that he attributes everything about himself onto everything. True. Right. But also men, also, and women.
3: Only get to use eight percent of their brain, but so we really we, don't? We, we really don't know what the rest of it does.
2: What if we What are we using hundred percent We Just said Do we think stupid motherfuckers? <laughs> but are we don't? Yeah, we act stupid. Now, okay, <laughs> we do act a, like a we, lot of the people
3: way the don't... world is run. It's run like we only have eight percent of our brain. The dumb shit that we just
2: ask a question. Why do people yeah. act this? Because yeah. we only got eight percent of our brain. But but I mean like what would we do with a hundred percent? Now you can go fly, to heal ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Don't the future things. go to different dimensions? But we can't fly fly, heal ourselves. We can't go through different dimensions. We can't have astral. We
3: can only see eight percent of that. But how do we know? We don't. We we don't.
2: Yeah. We know because we're not. No one's happy for. Them. I mean, I think the most powerful thing. I think if to be able to take a thought out your mind and bring it into reality, right? That's an attribute of God, mm-hmm. right? So. For me, and, and it's different degrees, right? So you may be able to, let's say one person can take, you know, make an iPhone. And that iPhone is such a powerful invention, it changes the world. The other person, you know, maybe they could just make a, 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 I don't know, a singing bowl. Or make the person that made the iPhone. Or make the person that made the iPhone. You understand me? But in making that person, is also the person that teaches that person, that rears them up. Because the development of the mind that makes the person. Right. So it's it's, I, it's I, once you start a business, it's not just the ability to have an idea. It's the like you said, execute. Yeah. It's 10 years before that business is successful. But in of 10 years, is the most years but of years. I, I believe if we had a hundred percent in our brain. And it would just happen. Yeah. We wouldn't be emotional. What we
3: love as much. Who knows? I don't know. I, don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I got 8%. I'm, a, I'm an idiot.
2: What the fuck are you talking about? I think I, I got at least 19%. That's arrogant. I got 19%. That's
1: affirmation.
2: That's affirmation. you right. You know what I'm saying? That's affirmation. <laughs> That's <an> arrogant nation. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, if it's like, if
3: I say, if I see I don't have a leg, yeah, I can't be like, yo, I got a leg. You know what I'm saying? So if I just I, I can't say or comment on something I don't know, I'm just curious about it. Mm. Like, I don't know what death is. I'm curious about it. I don't want it. I'm not in a rush. But I also am curious to know what it would look like if we had the other 92% of our brain. Right. Why don't we have? Right. And, you know, then that gets into the Billy Carson complicated about the Anunnaki's
2: and the way we would. But there's so many different ways you can. How did you get into understanding the Anunnaki's, man? Studying the extraterrestrials and the high science of the world. I believe anything that they teach me. Yeah. Who is that? Who is that? Anyone that told me that Jesus
3: had blue eyes and, and, and blonde hair. Talking about Cesar Borgia. Or whoever that was. The a hippie. I'm talking about the teacher, the black person that told me, I don't believe that. Mm. You understand? It didn't make sense. How are you black telling me this man is white? Right. I, I, I used to question that when I was like four. Yeah. You understand what I'm yeah. saying? Like, how are you proud of that? But that shit don't make no sense. Yeah. So as an entrepreneur, you always look for answers to do things easier. You always want to know why people act the way they do. Yes, I've never believed it, it. It never made sense to me even when I was a kid. I'd be like, the devil would never come as a snake. They, they, they come as something that doesn't right. look scary. Right. If I was, if I was the devil, I would never tell nobody. I would pretend I was God. Mm. So I was like, God, this wasn't given to me by anybody that I trust.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Especially when I, I, read the Bible when I was young, and I was like, this don't make sense. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, yeah. the only Adam and Eve, how the brothers and you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, what, 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 what. And I'm that's how did it go? But then I started to listen to
2: text and ancient it just made more sense to me. Yeah. So things that I was thinking would make sense. So do you believe that the, the Anunnakis are guys that were return or are they still here? I don't know. I just know I know it's I know that if I had another couple percent
3: of my brain, I could probably see them. Mm. I just think we're in a dimension and we can only see certain things.
2: But imagination is the highest level of intelligence. Because so, it has 8% of their brain. I mean, <laughs> maybe maybe, Any, maybe Anything that's, that we think is smart is smart to 8% of. Maybe, maybe we don't like the limitation of using, like we, we tell ourselves that now we got 100%, this must be 8% so we can give ourselves something to look forward to, you understand? Maybe we really have it, but we feel like, damn, now we figured out we got it, it's not enough. You know what I mean? So we come up with a whole another percentage that that's a possibility which is the imagination saying that there's always more. That's the mind. It's the potential. It's the awareness. It's the transformation. That could be the case. Yeah. But that's what scientifically they say. You know what I like, you know, mean? Sure. Science always giving over one thing yeah, but then, then next you, year. But when I look up, at
3: the logic, why are people so stupid?
2: Well, I don't think everybody is meant to be stupid. thinkers. Everyone's meant to think if they have a brain. Not the type of thinking that we do. Right? Like, 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 you know, you born in a month of you. You believe in astrology, yeah, right? You you a Taurus, right? You born in the five month. The brother uh was telling me that that rules communication, right? So everybody can communicate their thoughts. You know, they say some people don't have a, a loud inner voice, right? So that ability to be able to speak and communicate to yourself first before you say anything to the world, or to be able to go through that problem solving in your head, right? That's a, a skill. Right. Everybody don't have that. But we oftentimes project our intelligence or the lack of intelligence on other people. You could be of a higher being and you just mad at everybody not that. But they was never meant to be. Some people are meant to be farmers. Some people meant to be scientists. Right. Because that aligns with the customization of themselves. It's a consistent algorithm with the people that I tend
3: to respect that see things um, like minded the way I do. A lot of them have come from seeing someone else survive very well. This is- so I'm hearing lightly your story, like even uh, Tajay, therapist, my story. We all came from some survival mode that if you were not a general, you don't survive. Mm-hmm. So everyone that's put in a certain environment, like my son, Because I'm part of the OSG, which is 200 uh, principals around the the country, I have access firsthand to education and curriculum for my child. And I'm able to do it in a way that's tailored to him. Mm -hmm. I've also architected my life, which is important to be able to spend every day with him, which I couldn't do with my other kids because I wasn't with the parents. Mm -hmm. He's very exceptional. He's you know, like five years old, but he's two years old. You know, when he goes to the doctor, yeah. he's beyond. I think every single child has the ability to do that. Agree. If they are in that environment. I agree. We all have the ability to think if we're brought up around thinkers. We'll all have the ability to have courage if we've seen courage. Like you said, the visuals that are put in our face day to day are those of us losing, never of us winning, always of us struggling. That's the only thing we can visualize. You watch television, the best shows about black people are us being hurt, mm-hmm. us being abused. We get Oscars when we talk about our pain. We don't get Oscars when we talk about us winning. We never showcase what it looks like when we're winning. That's why the movies I'm making I have to change. That's mm-hmm. why I made The Prince of Detroit, because it was about a black family that had generations of money from health care, not mm-hmm. entertainment and not fight it. Yeah. Because they don't show what it looks like when a black black family that's not struggling, they don't show that. So yeah, these patterns aren't put in front of us intentionally. It's our job to put them in front of us. I agree with that. People are not going to raise our kids to do anything but serve them. If you give someone a chance to raise your child, they're not going to raise them like it's their child. They're going to raise them to work for. Mm -hmm. And that's what we do. We have to make our own curriculum. We're conscious of it, so we have to do it. Mm -hmm. If you're aware of a problem and you don't have a solution, all you are is a triggerer. Mm -hmm. You're just bothering people. So when I bring attention and awareness to something, I'm going to always have a solution for it. But at the end of the day, accountability is key. It's never anybody's fault. The one thing a man does not do is blame other people for his death. I
2: agree with that.
3: So I ain't blaming another culture for it. I'm not blaming them, they, whatever. I just know what they do, but they don't do it to me. Mm. They are not going to stop me at all, but I see the games. You've been on a block and you see someone that's not so tough bully somebody, mm-hmm. and you stay out of it like, yo, he got to fight for himself. But if there's someone you care about, you're going to come through your whole luck. hold up. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So a lot of different kinds of people are on one block those that get bullied, those that do the bullying, those that are stopping the bully from bullying. Mm-hmm. It's who you're gonna be. Yeah. I'm not gonna be the victim. I'm not gonna be the bully. I'll probably be the bully that gets at the bully. Because yeah. that would feel the best. Right. That takes the most amount of confidence. To hate somebody is to hate yourself. It's insecurity because you think you can't do it. Mm-hmm. And you mad because they can't, period. If you can't communicate, if you have to internalize to where you're miserable because you're too scared to talk, you're gonna be depressed. But that's your fault. What the fuck you scared of? Maybe because you got yelled at when you were a child. Mm-hmm. Maybe because every time you said something in school, you got laughed at. Well, go get some therapy and fix that. Uh. The problem is sometimes if you tell somebody the truth, again, they're worried about the way you say it. But the problem is some people don't listen unless you yell at them.
2: I agree with that. I think sometimes people need that sternness.
3: Well, that's what the Hot 97 was. Yeah intentionally when we got into it, it was like, if you want to do this on your show, I'm going to torture you. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to tell you the truth. And, that, and you might not like it, but if I'm telling you something that you did wrong, 90% of
2: people do not like constructive criticism. That's the when, they don't want to hear it. But see, that's that underfather, underbrother, didn't have an uncle. Because if you had that in your life, you learn how to take a structure. That's, that's, why,
3: that's why our communities have been disfranchised by being flooded with drugs from other cultures, too. Yeah. So that a kid doesn't have a father, so that a mother can't, doesn't have enough time to raise this child because they got to work because right. the father's in jail or dead. And then the kid's not raised by anybody but another kid that got, right. went through the same cycle. And then the cycle, it's all a program.
2: Right. Peace, family. It's power, structure, order, community, intelligence, liberation, freedom. These are words that describe what we're doing and what we're building. See, there's a word of individualism out there. You're fighting to try to satisfy your ego instead of being a part of an eco. And once you become a part of an ecosystem, now you have wisdom around you. Now you have intelligence. Now you have a mastermind of those who know more than you. And once you have access to information, technology, community, and education, now you have all the things that you need in order to build your own foundation, your own nation. You understand me? This is my family, and I want you to join it as well. Make sure you tap into the block world order so we can get you together. So, we exist in a matrix, at least our matrix, right? And everybody got a different aspect of thinking when it comes to that idea. When it comes to going from, let's say, a normal being, right, a person that lives a mundane existence, is really unaware. You know, the word woke has been hijacked so much, I don't use that at all. You understand me? But the the idea of becoming divinely conscious to a point where you can ascend and become an ascended master, where you can live above, right, this reality, this program, right, what are some of those factors that you have to go through, like, was there a point in your life where you felt like you was just in the matrix, you were not vibrating above it, and what are a few things that you did or people that you was introduced, you understand I me, mean, that set you on a different path of thinking?
3: I think it was my ideal started to, to change when I attained what was perceived as the ultimate success. So, you know, when we were selling so many records and had all these big companies together, the money wasn't what I thought it would be. The people were unexpectedly disappointing and uninspiring. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, this is not wealth because none of these people are happy. What I see is people that are extremely insecure. When you're unsure all the time, that must be an unhappy feeling to not be confident and have to be worried about what other people think about you every day. Mm -hmm. So what I started to do was say, I'm starting to feel like one of them. Like, if I don't feel like one of them, I'm sure looking like one of them. Like, when you could, like, not take shit so serious, like, I know where I'm from, so I always get to put my eyeballs back in my head back when I was in the street. I can always time travel, because I do. I always go back to how I was feeling when I didn't have certain things and how I could be mad now that I have them. How could I be upset now that I have these things that I didn't think that I thought would make me happy now that I have them? Why am I always so angry? Why am I always so? Why am I always fighting all the time? Why am I, uh, you know, trying to stay off the street, but I'm always in jail? Why am I always in court? Why can't I bring my daughter in this environment? I have, I don't trust my daughter in this environment. Someone has a gut. So, with all of that said, and then you know, making just being aware of what it was to perceive, make it, it was a gift and a curse possibly because. I know what was perceived as the dream ain't really the dream. But I was so confident and so happy before certain things happened that I knew that it wasn't right. And the only time, like, if you've never been happy, you might not know what it feels like to be happy. If you've been unhappy all your life and been losing all your life, you don't even know how to act when you win. You like, you don't even know what winning is and how to enjoy it and none of that shit. So... You gotta be winning when you don't have money. You gotta be rich when you don't have money. Like, no matter how much money I have in the bank since I've been like fifteen, you could never. There was not any girl that I didn't think I could get. I don't care who had money. Yeah. No matter how famous somebody was, or how much celebrity they had, or how many records they were selling, I still in my heart, believe that if me and you are in the same room and there's a girl, I'm getting her. And, and that's what would happen. And that made people extremely uncomfortable because it don't
2: matter what you got physically. It's how you feel about yourself. That's a fact. That's always been my whole thing. Like, like I was I told you, I got seven brothers. So you got to learn a superior confidence. They all look like me. You understand? My brother is the older one. He got the, he, he the one taught us the game. So we had to ascend above him and, or equal to him in order to have that superior confidence. Now, in an environment where we all have that superior feeling about ourselves, you understand me? The choice is left up to her, but only to a certain extent, because even everybody may think that they confident, but somebody's always going to shine more. You understand me? That's just the way it is. But that's the beauty of the honorable minister. Lewis Farrakhan said that you got the son, right? The sun extends its light everywhere. But wherever the sun doesn't reach in the universe, that's where the other stars are for. Mm -hmm. Right. And so what it allows you to do is to coexist. You understand me? Like when you think in abundance. Right. And you think about the law of abundance. It's never one of those things to where I can't share power with you. I can't share resources with you. I can't share this earth or this universe with you. You understand me? Because there's an infinite amount of space for us to be able to conquer. Right. It's only when we're going after the same thing. Right, or you don't want for your brother what you want for yourself, then it becomes that type of energy where it becomes envious. It becomes jealous. Well well look
3: look what happens in the celebrity circle. Yeah. There's so many girls out there, but everyone wants to smash the same girls. The same right? And then motherfuckers start getting hurt over it. Yeah. And that would be my thing. I don't need to mess with my friends' girls. Yeah. There's so many, so what you ain't got nothing to worry about. Yeah. If that's your girl. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Like but that would be the issue. Yeah. Someone that's not confident is always going to be worrying about somebody that is, Mm -hmm. no matter what. You know what insecurity's biggest fear is? Someone that's not, that is secure. A confident person is the scariest thing to someone that's not confident. And most people aren't confident because they're not there because they're really good at what they do. They're there because they've taken someone
2: else's, taken the credit for something somebody else did. And confidence, sometimes your confidence can make other people question themselves. All Because if you, if they don't think about themselves in that same light, then they wonder why, right? And for me, I don't believe in perfection because I always say that, you know, perfectionism is built on insecurities. Never believing you're good enough, right? Instead of saying, no, just get started. You wait 10 years to start one idea because I don't think I got it right. It's not the right time. I ain't got enough money. I ain't with the right people, But then you got somebody who can start, you know, something that's unfinished and they can do great because they don't mind building in front of the people. I'm the type of person I'll build in front of you. It ain't got to be perfect now, but I'm going to leverage what I've built so far so I can build the rest. Then I'm going to learn from the lessons. I'm going to take in, this is what the customer said. This is what they said they don't like. I'm going to build it based off the feedback. But there are so many people that are, you know, they feel like they have to be perfect in order to step out there in the light. I don't mind you seeing my flaws because I don't know a human being that's perfect.
3: Well, to me, anything that presents itself as perfect is evil because that's a trick. It doesn't exist. And I've always thought that it was cool to make mistakes and and have accountability. I always thought that was the strongest thing to do was to be wrong and say you're wrong. Mm. To make a mistake and say, I did it wrong. Let me do it better next time. I always thought that was cool. Mm -hmm. I never thought being wrong and pretending you're right just because you don't want to lose an argument or because you're afraid of what people think about you, you look corny doing that. Yeah. So that's what it is. Yeah. A person, perfection is being able to brace imperfection and make imperfection look cool. If I fall, I'm going to do it so cool that people are going to start falling the way I fall. Mm. When I broke my leg, all of a sudden, I noticed everybody start breaking into the- it. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I'm diabetic, Now everybody want to be diabetic. <laughs> like you know, I've I, I, I literally had on my Instagram people are like, "Damn, you make diabetes look cool." I want to, I want to test my blood. Yeah. Anything you do, cool. Being able
2: to weather um, uh, something cool is the best shit. But see, that's that's the whole. Cause now, now, all right. So that brings me to a good subject, right? Cause we know there was a transition at some point in time of TV or entertainment where being smart was a uh, uh, seen as corny, right? Or even, you know, that whole thing that even the conscious dude was seen as corny, right? Because they always tried to project that Muslim brother or, or, or that's the hotel brother. You understand I me? Mean, they never projected that person with, as a soldier, never projected that person as cool because they didn't want it to be aspirational. Right? So instead The the gangster, the thug, the killer, or the person that's making the mistakes in the movie that end up getting killed or snitched on, that was the aspirational character. But the characters that they could have made archetypes for people to be inspired by, they decided to make those things that, you know, looked at as, you know, um, something that you shouldn't want to be, essentially. That's like asking your warden to give you the key to get out of jail. Yeah, I know. That's why. They're not going to give you the key to get out of jail. See, what I'm getting to is when we make in a movie, you understand me? I'm the main character. <laughs> <laughs> Let's write it. Let's is write it, it? Oakley is it's, it's this black Muslim guy. And you got to throw a twist because I don't feel like we throw in a sci-fi movie. For some reason, he got this ability to read people's minds. I got a zombie movie I could show you real quick. Yeah. I just made it into a comic book. You want to see it? Yeah. It's like you get Black Panther. Black Panther was probably like imaginatively, you know, the way they was able to create you know, uh, a picturesque world. If this was like black people that had their own spot and it was never colonized, right? That first movie was dope, right? I hold my regards on the second one, but that first movie was dope. And to the point where you look at the uh, the laboratory that had graffiti in there. Because a black director. Yeah, yeah, from Oakland. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But that's what I'm saying. Like we need more movies you know? that spark the imagination, because most of our movies is based on actual reality. You know what I'm saying? So it's like when you can do that, though, you stretch the field of thinking for children, for people that grow up, like you got an expansive type of thinking rather than one that's stuck by what you see. The sole purpose of
3: us being smart is to be smart enough to promote ourselves, to make our own movies, Mm -hmm. to write our own books, to make our own albums, to come together and create distribution so we don't have to ask anybody. Smart people will realize that Nothing is going to get given. Mm-hmm. If you're smart and you're willing to give away your master, if you're smart and you're willing to wait to give your smart to somebody else to benefit from it, then you'll get paid a man-made dollar. Mm-hmm. It might not be enough that you can't quit. You'll always have to work. It's almost like when you snitch, you on the clock. Yeah, when they call you, you got to come. That's all that. So. It's our responsibility in this day and age to, because of the awareness and the freedom that we have based on the internet, based on the metaverse, thanks, that's my comic book. You to check that one. That's all. Well. It's our responsibility to do that, and we can and that's the purpose of sticking together. go. Yeah. If I'm good at making movies and you're not, then we can make a movie. Mm-hmm. If you're good at throwing shows and I'm not, then you could throw the show. Mm-hmm. That's the purpose. We None of us are meant to be good at everything. Yeah, We're meant to collect. See, this is the difference between us and other cultures. When one of us make money, one of us make money and we give it to the people we love.
2: Mm.
3: When one of them make money, one of their uncles make money, one of their cousins make money, because they all do different things, but they all related. Yeah. And it just collectively they do it. Mm-hmm. Collective economics. Mm-hmm. We don't do that. If you're good at this and I'm good at that, then we could do things together. If you're right. you strong at that and I'm weak at it, but you're weak at something and I'm strong at it, that's perfect. Right. Now you can focus on what you do, I can focus on what I do. Right. That's the purpose of sharing resources.
2: But see, now, now I would say our generation, not you know this exist. this this gener and and, and it's not it to say that people haven't tried it every generation and made successes, micro successes. But I feel like this generation has the opportunity oh, yeah. of looking at all of the mistakes and saying, we don't want that though. We don't like the way you didn't share information with each other, we don't like the way you didn't collaborate with each other. Pal- we don't like the way you call somebody boss, we don't like the way you told me school was a savior. We don't like none of this that y'all telling me is the world. And, and we I, decide that we're going to build new models and cause, represent them. Because I was there when they were doing it. I'm going to tell you who was doing it,
3: who's pretending they're not doing it, they're yeah. still doing it. who was actually helped in the us the, the slowing up our trajectory, making us intentionally stupid on purpose, even though they know. Like there's things that I know every time I think I know a business. And I'm like, oh, I didn't even see it like that. They did not teach that. They I've been taught a business from people a way, and it's a traditional way, and there's a whole nother business right. that trumps that shit That's that I don't even know about. Right. One business is usually just a fucking pawn for a king somewhere, other mm-hmm. business. Some businesses are used just for marketing, or some, It's so many ways to cut a pie. Right. And the most successful variation is the one that nobody ever knows about. Yeah, that's the one that you can't really
2: get in. get you. in, you got to know about it. You got to know about it. Somebody got to open the floodgates. You they know start, how they start to change because the rules their, after that, because it's their rules. Yeah, it is. If we learn their game, the only way and that's that quiet money too, but the l- big l- money. Let me tell you my thing.
3: If you know the metrics of the matrix, you can beat the matrix. Mm. Period. If you know how the matrix works, then you can win. Yeah. Just like if you know and understand finance, you can make a lot of money in a recession. Mm -hmm. There's a yin and a yang of everything. Off evil, I can make positive. Off positive, you can make evil. Mm -hmm. So again, at the end of the day, I know that this is the one equation that is 100% guaranteed. Mm. I win. No matter how it gets done, that's the equation, and it's going to be a different way every time. Same answer. I win. Yeah. We win. It doesn't mean it happens in 10 years. It might be 15. You might think I'm losing for 15, but at the end of the war, I win. Mm-hmm. And I'm patient enough that the war's not over till I win. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to have fun fighting yeah. until I get it. But it's no, I can't even visualize not getting it. Mm. The only time I be only thing I'd be wrong about is exactly when it happens. Yeah. But I I don't see a loss. I see the end zone. I see the Super Bowl. You know, at every single thing I am him, and that's what you're supposed to think. I'm that man. I'm a superhero. If I really wanted to fly, I could figure it out. Mm-hmm. I just don't feel like it.
2: <laughs>
3: I'm only driving. Why do I want to fly?
2: <laughs> I might do it one day. I'll tell you how it was. Let me know. I got you. If you make it look fun,
3: like... I'm going to make it look fly. <laughs> this, let me tell you how When you fly, you're going to make it look fly? Hey, let me tell you how ill it is, right? Uh, we went to the um, the Black uh, Jack White concert. Yeah. The White Stripes. Uh, my man, Daru, was the drummer. And the Red Hot Chili Peppers performed as well. Mm-hmm. I was watching them have so much fun. Cause they're like old, but they still was having mad fun. They were, like that. I was at the end. You could ask. I'm like, yo, I'm open for y'all. Mm. Cause I want to have some fun. And I got a, I got a band. I think I could, you know, I think I could keep up. Yeah. These is like legends, yeah. but I, I want to see. Yeah. Y'all look like y'all was having too much fun up there. Yeah. I'm not mad at you. I just have to go do it. Got experience. I ain't gonna never be mad at you and like, oh, he was wack. He was like, no, they had fun. I gotta go try. Yeah. So if I see you fly. And it looks like fun.
2: Yeah,
3: I'm gonna do it. But if I see you fly, <laughs> and it don't look like
2: fun, straggling, you you wobbling, yeah,
3: you be like, "Yo, I'm gonna pass on that." Yeah, 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 yeah. I Even though that. you did, like, I don't want to like my daughter parachuted my older. Dog, I'm like, yeah. I don't want to do it. I'm about
2: to do that soon. You know what I just I did? Wanna. I did the other day. I did fencing. Oh, I used to fence though when I was younger. So I what, this this the year of me just trying new stuff. I just yeah. want to try everything. I was nice at fencing. Yeah. My son is it, real nice. It, it's not. It's not that easy because you got it's. It's a lot of uh, footwork. Yeah. So I you know, very nice with this shit. Yeah. I'm not even gonna do it because see, I I I feel confident. You know what I mean? Because they let you go in there first time and let you spar. Then they teach you how to do it. So mm-hmm. they lock you in with the fun part. Then they teach you the hard part. Yeah. But I want to get really good at it just because. and it's cool looking. Yeah. we <laughs> I'm gonna get the black fit with the all black, and I'm in there. Yeah, you have to style up. Yeah. That, yeah. That's what you do. See, this is what I look at. Like you're born
3: on a block because that's where your parents are born yeah that's the life that you're given in that moment but that's not the only life i'm going to experience just because that's the one given to me right oh that's a fact that's why we got them lived on a farm we live all over the world london ranch everywhere because i'm going to choose what life i want and i'm only going to know what life i want when i experience each and every one then i'll decide if i want to live on a ranch if i want to live down south florida la or new york I got to live all those places. I, I, I saw Yellowstone from my ranch. Yeah. From the ranch. We got to see it. So I really understood it. But if I wasn't on the ranch, I
2: wouldn't even have watched it. How do you like, so you once you, you told me that when you went to Minister Farcon Farm, he taught you about, you know, farming, mm-hmm. right? Were you into it before that or did that get you into it? it, it, it I was talking about it because
3: it made logical sense. And then he kind of like sent for me (laughs) and I went and he showed me how to do it. Yeah. And he showed me why he validated it in such a big way. And I thought that was probably the most dangerous thing that maybe that people are scared of is he was going to teach us how to be sustainable. You know what I'm saying? He was teaching us how to do it on our own, how to buy land. Mm -hmm. You know, I've heard a lot of people say, man, if shit blow up, I'll just be a farmer. Bruh. It is not easy being a farmer. That's why you you never did it.
2: Don't ever think that you could just run off and be a farmer and just do that shit. Yeah. That is an art. And you got to go get a certification just to put lashes on somebody's eyes. So you (laughs) you think you just going to jump into format shit. You got another thing coming. Well, you're going against God. Yeah. It's
3: weather. Yeah. Animals. Yeah. You got to find seeds. Yeah. All of that. He was teaching me everything. I was like, I didn't even know. He taught me about GMO seeds. I didn't know the government made you buy GMO seeds to grow up. You know what I'm saying? What's the way around it? You got to go certain places.
2: Yeah. a way around everything. <laughs> <You laughs> That's a man. fact. But, you know, it might not be the most legal. This episode is brought to you by crowns19.com. Let's close this out talking about the future a bit, man, because I know you went to uh, the metaverse, virtual reality, you know, uh, decentralized applications, blockchain. You know, technology, that's my space because I always look at, I always believe we should be updated on the technology and to be able to utilize it to be the most effective, right? There's something being built all the time. Right now, you got ChatGPT, they got the world going crazy with OpenAI. And the amount of things that I see that's going to be possible with that, it's crazy. It's going to change everything. They got Valley E to where... You know, you can duplicate somebody's voice and it sound just like them. Right? I, I, I'm worried about that. Yeah, some of these things are dangerous. They gonna be saying I'm doing mad shit. I'm not doing. Yeah, but also, you know, it may be a it may be a way where now I can you can blame it on AI. So it's a twofold. Like well, you said, either way, right? Either way, I'm I didn't go prove it. Either way, <laughs> getting, whatever it is, I'm gonna figure it out. Now, but what are you doing in this space? You know, what I mean, what's the future of Dame Dash Empires? Well,
3: I think that Web three if we understand it early, we'll be able to have a say-so in the narrative. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of things in that space haven't realized itself yet, but there's potential. Mm-hmm. It was almost like when YouTube first came around, Twitter, and no one knew how to monetize it, but they knew it was worth a lot. So I believe that based on the transparency of the transactions um, and the way you can um, track, uh, you know, after you sell something, the resale... Right and that it becomes an auction block to sell any answer, everything that you want. I just think it's time to start practicing, to get familiar, to to have a dog in that fight Mm -hmm. to be mentioned in 10 years when they start talking about who and what is a brand. Mm -hmm. And it's in a language that I think is intentionally complicated to turn off or trigger a creative or someone that just doesn't like to learn that way mm-hmm. and what that leaves space for is a third party to have to translate it to you and rob you blind yeah which is exactly what happened in the real world or mm-hmm. i call it oxygen world yeah so it's just again it's just like when the internet came out it's something that making so much noise if you don't pay attention and learn it now it's just not bright That's and the then you wonder why you in the 99 percent all the time mm-hmm. Because you ain't paying attention to what the 1% is. You always waiting for 88% to start before you start. Then you end up when it's, you
2: know, $2 bottles. You know what I'm saying? Instead of when it was, you know, weight. And I believe that that's what we've been asking for. If I look at all the complaints of the culture, the complaints of the culture is the fact that we don't have a system like blockchain that we can utilize to create our own system. Mm-hmm. Right? To where it's decentralized, where you ain't got to ask somebody. Like, I like what my bro LaRussell Russell's doing you understand me, with his independent movement, creating his music, selling it on his own platforms, rather than, because I seen somebody mad at him because he was talking about a deal somebody tried to give him, and he was explaining, like, no, nah, just the fact that they tried to play me on a deal at all, you understand me, it makes me not want to do business with them. I mean, right? welcome to my world. Yeah. That's what you call,
3: I call that the nigga deal. Yeah. If you offer me the nigga deal off top, yeah. don't try to come back to me with a better deal.
2: Right. Because I already know you tried me. Right. You know what I mean? And, and but when you know your worth and you have a technology to where you can create your own worth and your own value and you can leverage your own IP then that's when we get to a place where we can win cuz I believe we can give ourselves reparations. You understand I me? Mean, we don't have to like everything that we complain about in the system, we now have the ability to create our own. Mm-hmm. Right? Like there are no more problems, there are only solutions that you're not taking at this point. Right? Right? And that goes across the board with any and every day. A lot of people be so stuck in their feelings that they don't ever use a logic. Right. And so some people like revolving and trauma binding and stuck in that spot where they get to complain and it makes them feel like they don't have to take the responsibility. But now this is a time of accountability. We don't have excuses. Right. All we have is solutions and tools. So when I teach technology, I teach it from the place of, you know, I, I, I know what, you know, in, in previous times, nobody would give you your own media outlet to where you can create your own narrative. Now you can utilize the internet and social media to create your own narrative. And trust me, I was trying to tell people that ten years ago. Yeah, <laughs> that's I was saying. why I thought. That's All why right. I say we that generation that finally Listen. listened. Be right. I to Be like, well, me and EYL do for this collaboration. Put I could do my show on my own channel, but why? It makes more sense if we work together, right? My my formula for unity is solidarity, right? Sticking together for a common cause, inclusion, including each other in things, like bringing each other to the table on different deals, and that breeds unity. Mm-hmm. Right? You don't just jump into unity. You have to breed it. You have to create the conditions for it. You got to live it. Right. But we've never seen it, so we don't know what those conditions are like. We don't know what that experience is like. So, therefore, we know about the idea, but we don't know about the reality. Trust me, bro. I tried. It's going to happen. I've tried in every
3: industry. Yeah. Movies, music, art, films. Every industry, fashion, I've always tried to get us together. I've tried every
2: time for decades. But I think this time it might work. There's there's a lot of people that are willing and a lot of people that are ready. And this generation will be the one that actually take all of the ideas, all of those feelings of frustration of trying and, and failing and trying again and being let down by your own people. And now you see a generation that say, damn, man, I think it might work with them. And maybe it don't completely be ushered in with us, but the next ones get it right. Each generation gets the opportunity to make it better. And then at some point in time, we're not complaining about their program because we got our own. Well, this is what I look at myself. To me, like Rakim
3: and Karis, one of them, you know, Grandmaster Cat, all that, they were the best. But they were so early mm-hmm. that they weren't able to reap the economic benefits because the market wasn't ready yet, but they deserved it. Yeah. On this independent shit, I'm that. Mm. I'm the very beginnings of it. Yeah. And the first generation of it, most of the time doesn't get to benefit. You get to benefit when you see, you know, a couple of generations, the next generation, Mm -hmm. two generations down. But I'm lucky enough to still be crispy enough to still be cool with the people that finally get it so i will be able to reap the benefits mm-hmm. of the teaching most people don't get celebrated till they're not here anymore that's a fact i've been able to be celebrated mm-hmm. and i also know that everything i'm teaching everything that i say is based on my experience i could show you how to sell out and get money like that but And I could tell you how to be independent and feel free. Mm -hmm. The next thing I have to be able to tell you is how to make an indie billion to look at that I haven't done yet. Mm. So there is a challenge for me. I know how to be wealthy with love. I know how to now have a family. I know how to make sure my kids go to better schools and this, that, and the third. I know how to live a better life than most people. I'm going to teach how and do it independently, architect, all that. I need to be able to factually say this is how you make a billion, the right way. Mm -hmm. This is how you do everything that they say, like not worth habit. You know what I mean? Not based on the multiple and that. Nah, I could look at that. You feel me? And so there's still a challenge. Right. There's
2: still a war to win. It's like Haiti. But Haiti won their independence and their freedom. They had to be taxed in a way to make sure and never, they never look free. Right. Because otherwise they would inspire every other black nation on the planet Earth. Mm-hmm. And so that's the same thing with any black revolutionary or any revolutionary period. When you fight for your freedom, your independence, and you win, you come on that other side with integrity, they need to destroy you so nobody else follows your blueprint. Well, you need to destroy them. We got to win. That's what destroys them. Exactly. So they can't do nothing? Yeah. It's just a cycle. You know, it hasn't been that long. Yeah. It just feels like it. I mean, but relatively speaking, the Great Wall of China, what it took, 2,000 years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm proud of black people, and I want to say this to end the show, because a lot of time we get a lot of slack for what we don't have, but we don't often talk about the things that we've already done and things that we're doing against our odds. The doorknob itself was created by a black man. The filament and the light bulb was created. So when you walk in your very house and you open the door and you flicker the lights, you have to think black people. You understand me? When you stop talking black people. you have to I think a think black that. person. Everything. But we often look at, you know, the ancient comedic people, we look at their representation as their ability to single task focus on something. Right? Everybody that was a part of that, there was generations that didn't get to see The building of that pyramid done. Right. But they eat, they slept, they worked, they lived and everybody was on one accord for collective consciousness. And when they was done, the rest of the world marveled at that in all existence because it never happened again. Right. And what we're trying to do is how do we get back to that same formula of single task thinking? But without a vision, you don't have a destination. Right. So a vision is a movement without leadership. Right. So we have many movements and the leadership consistently get killed. But now it has to exist in the minds of everybody to say, well, this is the vision and the vision has to be decentralized. So no matter who you shoot, no matter who you kill, it continues to live just in our habits. Right. It's better to create habits than it is goals because habits meets goals. You can create a goal you want to. I want to unify my brother, but you don't have the habits of unity. You don't know how to stop gossiping on people. Right. You don't know how to stop snitching on people. You don't know how to stop killing your brother. You don't know how to work together. You don't even have the habits and the characteristics of the goal that you say you want to meet. So you have a culture who's immature because we're young. We just coming off civil rights in 1964. And before that, we had every other thing that tried to stop us. Right. So I believe we have to give ourselves grace to understand that the fact that we still fighting against all odds and we still winning and we still putting scores on the board means that we have people still with that heart and that spirit. And there's nothing else for us to do but to continue to fight until we win. Acclamations. Yes, sir. So being a God, man, as I'm saying this, and I'm here with my good brother, you definitely deserve your flowers because you are a success story for everybody else to at. The ability for a black man in America to do what you've done, the eyes are astronomical. And I mean that for you to still be here, we've seen you take many fights. You fought for your children, you didn't fought for businesses, you didn't fought against lawsuits, you fought against yourself to go through that shadow self and then continue to rise. That being a fighter is the greatest example a black man can show to another black man because so many people give up, right? And so just within that itself, I give you your flowers for being a successful black man. Appreciate that. Yes, sir. <laughs> My man, man, this has been a high-level conversation. Um, If there's anything you want to let the people know, because I see you got the fly shoes on. Oh, yeah. The fly socks. Yeah, you, you understand know, me? Well,
3: the CEO has become a brand. Yeah. It's been around for a while. It, it, it represents luxury of brain, uh-huh. mind. You know, it's not just a title. Yeah. It's a mentality. Yes, sir. And, uh, you know, I got to partner up with Jack Claire. Yes, sir. And do a sneaker, a couple of sneakers. I'm up with 10 different styles. um, 10 different deliveries, four, five different colors. And then the clothes, I got the Ethica... Underwear collab, and, mm-hmm. the, and then the DAP, the streaming service. I got the Prince of Detroit movie coming out, uh, In Love for a Living, starring my daughter who's here and myself. You know, we got um, Healing is Gangster, mm-hmm. you know, the American New Network. You know, when I when I do a business model, a plan for the year, um I look at the different verticals that I have, the different um, ancillary things that I sell. And it always equals up to 10. And I just say, on an independent level, if I could just make $1 million, which is not hard, per vertical, I now have $10 million EBITDA a year, which makes my company worth $100 million. Mm -hmm. That's simple. Um, Doing a lot of things sometimes could be considered madness and insanity. But for me, it's security. Mm. You know? Because it means I don't ever have to depend on one thing. And my challenge... Also, I have a hair care, dash hair care, uh, led by my daughter, Ava. Okay. I'll that's that's not little yeah. baby. Yeah.
2: I, I'm doing that. now they got beard. The beard. Yes, yeah. Yes, I got you. Right, D- now, right, right, now, I right now, not having hair is a choice. Yes,
3: sir. If I wanted to go and... I could. Yes, sir. I just never felt like having hair. You know, even when I had it, I'd it because, you know, when you're handsome in the street, you become a target. And what I noticed was a lot of ugly dudes had the girls. Mm. So I was like, I'm going to just act ugly. They'll leave me alone. Yeah. And I'll get the girls. Yeah. Because when you're not aesthetically pleasing, your personality is what becomes attractive. Your That's the that. You know, you see some funny looking dudes post some pretty checks. Yeah. You know, if you not, you know what I mean? Like it happens and that's all from confidence. Mm-hmm. So that my, my, my business model is fight like an ugly dude.
2: Very mm. right. And it works for me. I agree with that. You never
3: know, act handsome. Yeah. You you're know, target.
2: Being on the opposite side of the spectrum of ugly my whole life. You understand me? I had to deal with those same complications. So I had to learn, you understand me? To have a handsome personality. Right. Because I never really liked compliments when I was younger because I feel like I didn't earn it. like I'm born this way. That ain't no gift. That ain't no skill. The way I think, the way I develop my mind, the way I move, I can make you laugh I'm funny. Those are real characteristics and traits that I can bet on. Right. Those other things, that's a weakness. So there's a lot of people who look good and they grow up and they have nothing else to bet on but they looks. And then they, understand they become insecure. Yeah. Because God is always going to make you get old.
3: Right. Gravity, even though black don't crack. That's a fact. But like you said, affirmations is important. That's a fact. You know? I don't think anybody ever should say, yo, I'm <laughs> an ugly ass nigga.
2: <laughs> you Like, yo, I can't believe I'm ugly. Like, no one should say that. Yeah. But, <laughs> but then no, there I will say this. Yeah, that's the point. C.T. Fletcher said this. He said, you ever know this. Some people when they walk across the street, some people get rushed and some people get grace. He says, usually the ugly people that get rushed across the street, you <laughs> understand me? <That's> <laughs> and the beautiful people you have more patience with. So he says, if anybody ever rush you in life it's because you are ugly. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're trying to rush you to get in the
3: bed.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, they might rush to cut off the lights work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But anyway, I I, 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 you know, I believe everybody is what they think they are. You understand me? But President Mugabe said we don't walk around with X rays, so inner beauty only counts so much. Mm-hmm. But I actually believe inner beauty is the most beautiful qualities that a person can have. Because there's a lot of people who look good on the outside, but they ugly on the end. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of men who try to fake confidence, but in the ins- in the inside, they scared. It's a lot of people who look rich, but on the inside, they're slave. You understand me? So it's more important to be you know who you are on the inside rather than the outside there's way too many people that walk around and when they get home and they by themselves they hate themselves right they hate themselves for the things that they did right and they're around people when they're doing it they're reinforced to say that this is okay this is a normal When they get by themselves god talking to them and say you's a sucker the whole time Mm -hmm. and that's why there are so many people that commit themselves to drugs and alcoholism and they are in environments right to where they're trying to be social to give themselves value because they feel worthless you understand me but when you stand on business and you stand on integrity and you move in a way to where you never go against your principles you always be free you understand me and you will stay godly like me and my good brother dane dash so stay on the opposite side of ugly and move like us it's been a high level conversation tap in
3: With the I, I got tell, I tell people right now, I'm like the Drake of podcasts. I get on your record, it goes platinum. And what happens is if you have a platinum record, people pay to see it. Ugh. So that's why they're doing the show. A stream is a stream, whether it's a music stream or it's a talk, whatever it is, a stream is a stream. So. You're getting just as many conversations for record as for conversations, so it's the same model. Now you tour. A hit interview, we're having this interview because we're going to tour. <laughs> you know but it might not be the traditional touring, but yeah, talking has become an industry. Everyone that I talk to can find a different perspective to ask me almost the same question so that I give a different answer. And I think that the language in he was talking in was important because he broke some things down in a different way. But it was the same thing, but it was almost like it needed to be said that way for someone that might understand it the way I said it. But also, because um, he's a forward thinker, he's able to add to the conversation about what's happening in the future. So some people be stuck. they be like completely behind and I'm saying things and they're amazed because they never heard it before. And it's like, how do you consider yourself current? How do you think that you have the right to even um, advise anybody how to do something and you don't know how to do nothing? You know what I'm saying? Like, you should know these things. You know, this shouldn't be like genius shit to you. This should be normal stuff if you're considered a person that's distributing information. So I, I like when someone from my culture can ask me a question about what happens in the past and also speak on what's going on in the future and then make it
2: in the language that Maybe I could say that I haven't said it a certain way. You know what I mean? I think it's necessary to have Dame Dash on just because, you know, when we talk about high-level conversations in the courts, specifically um, Dame Dash is one of those people that's consistent with being outspoken, right? Whether it's from calling out courts of watches, um, just speaking truth to power, right? And being a man, right? And teaching people how to be a boss. I think all of that is key when you're talking about high-level conversations. So, you know, when I first created the show, I had a list of people that I wanted to be a part of it, and Dame Dash was at the top of it, understand me? So this is a full-circle moment because talking to him is like talking to a version of myself as well. We operate on that same system of logic, and I believe that there are certain men on the planet Earth whose voices need to be amplified even more because there's a lack of manhood, there's a lack of logical thinking, right and so if we can amplify that then we can start to recreate that because we need more demonstration so man this was a powerful high level conversation and i want you to just listen to how a man thinks you understand me and especially when it comes to independence and that bosshood and being a god man tap into yourself and move accordingly what's what's a high level conversation to you um a high level conversation
3: You know, I'll do this. You know, I, I, in this stage of my life, I'm only having conversation with generals that have armies because I can't get nothing done. And um, a high level conversation is when two generals get together and they talk about how to win a war. And that's what we are about to do.
2: Let's do
3: our You got. You got. You The thing is, right? remember i was saying when somebody throws the punch you already know what it is you can't call it a drop yeah you gotta call it something else because the drop has a corny connotation with it you know what i mean now that was that was
2: harder way harder Everyone wasn't given a last name that's attached to wealth. You don't have the privilege of a Rockefeller, a a Rothschild, right, a a, a, a Prince Henry, a Harry. So therefore, you have to put the wealth in your last name. Wealth is built in these many different ways and facets, and today sometimes we we, we sell this picture of it. And I think it sometimes makes it feel unobtainable, really, when it's all around us at all times. The wealth in you is your intellectual property what we've seen with the surge of technology and the blockchain and made it possible for people to take intellectual property, put it directly on the market and make money in the form of non-fungible tokens. For me, I was happy when I saw this. Some people were mad. They said, what is this? It's not real. <laughs> and most of what we live and we exist in in this day is an illusion, illuminated by our faith and our beliefs. But the reality of it is, Anything that people perceive, anything that people have faith in, everything that people believe, is reality. It's reality. The fact that people is able to take their intellectual property, offer it to the world, and get fair value from it, and even over the market value for it, I love. Because we've allowed capitalism far too long to set the value and the price of our spirit, of our genius, and of our intellect. We're now living at the precipice of time where we can reestablish the rules that those in the 1%, those who created the institutions, those who wrote the constitution, those who are at the head of the banking cabals and at the head of the families that run the world, the unseen hand, the invisible hands, those who have manufactured all the plans for your life and you wasn't there to agree with, we can now make rules of our own. in the block world order, the block is Not just talking about the blockchain, this new technology that was given to the world and asked, what will we do with it? Will we create new banking standards that's more fair to the people? Democratize education, democratize platforms of media, democratize access all across the board. Let's see how good people are. Or will they complain about the fact that the price of it is not right? See, you can tell the intelligence of the people by the technology they have and how they actually use it. A lot of people have social media and they utilize it to complain about the existing circumstances instead of utilize a tool that is iPhone, which was envisioned and designed by Johnny Yards and, and envisioned by Steve Jobs, created by Wozniak. See, you don't have to think about how do I create something so powerful so powerful, in a way to where you have access to satellites, access to all the information, access to all the knowledge in the world to where you can utilize, strategize, and execute. No, you just got to figure out how to get paid. <laughs> and by getting paid, I'm talking about patience. I'm talking about having the right attitude. I'm talking about having the right amount of intelligence and the right amount of discipline connected to a vision to where you can do anything that you want told my brother the other day I think part of the reason that people don't use it the right way is because we keep calling it a phone see when you look at the iPad the iPad is the same thing as the iPhone just bigger but you're going to utilize it in a more creative manner because it's called something different see when you demean a tool people think that the logic of it is in the name the logic of it is in how you use it that's what makes you more efficient instead you know this is my second brain That's what we call it over here at BWO. this is my second brain, because making calls is only 1% of the things that I do with it. The creativity, the way I use it for a platform, the way I use it to trade, the way I use it to check the markets, stay informed about news, stay connected to communities, stay connected to my family, the world over. I have more power in the palm of my hand in this second brain than all of people in the existence of human history at any point given in time but if you don't have a mind to use it the correct way, it's useless. In the Block World Order, we don't just want to inform you about the technology that exists, the blockchains, the ways to create DAOs, community for businesses, where we can change the whole entire landscape of politics, philanthropy, business models. But most people don't even want to look at it. Most people don't want to study those things because they think it's too hard or it's not for them. If you think wealth and freedom and power and rulership and ownership and comfort and lavishness and aspirational living is not for you then, I understand. But for those who feel like they deserve a different opportunity instead of being stressed and having your mind stuck in the worries of the world and the dead-end jobs to where your boss slap you on your ass and tell you a joke you don't want to hear and you gotta laugh and chuckle because they pay your bills. I want to help you get the skill sets and gain a real community not the people that you're surrounded by because you don't have the privilege to decide where you want to live, but the people you're surrounded by because they help you live better. They help you get the cheat codes to life. I know you remember in school, the teacher said that sharing the codes to each other, sharing the answers to each other was wrong. Some people studied more, some people studied less. Some people may have slept too long. Some people have learning disabilities. Well, in this new society, damn them rules. Now we can give each other the cheat codes so that we all pass, so we all feel confident about how to go to the next step in life because I want your children to live better. I don't want them to struggle like we have. You should have community, technology, and education. You should have the same tools that the 1% has that they use every day to give them an edge in the market, whether it's the stock market or the block market. And when I say block market, I'm not talking about the drugs, the gangs, the ignorance. I'm talking about the blockchain market where things are being built on and people are making millions and billions of dollars while they're reporting to you the problems and the losses. They're consistently stacking in earnings. I was taught a long time ago the market can only go two ways, up or down, just like life. As the market goes up, you can make money. The market goes down, you can make money. But what is that edge? I'm not just talking about just teaching you. I'm talking about giving you an algorithm where it can help you get signals to where you can buy, sell, and trade. The VWO, we offer you an opportunity to make change, the type of change that you can make when you not only understand the world, but you understand yourself. This is holistic wealth. This is happiness. This is focus. This is prosperity. This is liberation. Tap in.